crap. They're evil. Set signs of evil. Alex can act evil, so. That's like saying you can out-act a paper bag. Dead now. Hi, everybody, and welcome once again. The world famous. Yeah, that are hatched from a dead rooster. I buy that for a dollar. Those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm the worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Lazarus, what's up, dude? Welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. The legendary Mark McKenna. Welcome to the show. Yay. 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 Thanks, that's, guys. That's the best we can do, Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. Roundtable show. Hey, if you could draw anything for Big 2, man, what would your dream project be? I would love to draw She-Hulk right here on PSN Radio. And welcome to tonight's episode of the Roundtable Show. I am Zod Ryder, and with me I have the Jackal and Johnny Alpha, and this episode tonight is in, is devoted entirely to that fantastically wonderful piece of crap movie that's been released this week, Suicide Squad. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. Tell us how you really feel about this movie. Go! Wow. Wow. But we were talking about before we came in, man, like you were talking about with this cast. What cast, dude? It's Will Smith and like a bunch of dude, like nobodies. Dude, like dude, we got, we got dude, Roboflop, dude, we got the bad title. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They've done, look, they've done better movies with a weaker cast than this. I'm like, telling let's you. Let's be honest. The, the, the cast is not that terrible. Let's be honest. If not for, if not for Margot Robbie and the right. 10 minutes of the Joker, there would be no point whatsoever to see this movie at all. These characters, nobody cares about these characters. They're not going to, they're not going to do, okay, okay, so I suppose you're looking forward to Rick Flag the movie or Deadshot. With yeah. Do you really want to see that? I see no, it like really. this. It reminds, like I say, and it reminds me a lot of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. And as bad as Amazing oh. Spider-Man's story was, I like certain characters in it. So, I wouldn't even the amazing the Amazing Spider-Man movies to this. I like the Amazing Spider-Man movies more than Suicide Squad, and I hated both of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. In fact, I'm going to go one step further. You guys know how much I hate Star Trek Into Darkness. I would watch Star Trek Into Darkness any day of the week before I have to see movie. this. You're just, you're just finally admitting a good movie is good now. That's, and, that's, that's true. That's true. That, that is a good movie. That movie, and I'm telling you the truth. I would never watch. I would prefer to watch that over Suicide Squad any day of the week man you, you'd but, rather admit that a good movie is actually good than watch suicide squad that, that that's that's quite a that's quite a thing that you're taking on there i, I feel bad for I you have never, i have never i've never i've always said that i didn't like into darkness i've never changed my no opinion. no you said no hold on you said no you said before that you liked it but you didn't like the stuff with Khan, and then you flip-flopped on that so you didn't like the movie and then you say no it was good but the content still bothered me no it was a bad no it was a bad movie because uh the the new movie star trek beyond tries to go so far away from what they did in into darkness it isn't even funny they didn't even reference the movie that's how bad you don't have to reference the movie most of the star trek movies don't reference the past movies as it is except for wrath of khan or you know this movie was directed by the guy that got famous for making tokyo drift so of course he was going to do his own no, but that's, that's not, no, but that, that's not the point. The point is most Star Trek movies don't reference their past movies. They're standalone films. That's what they they are. They yeah, don't have connecting storylines. Three and four are the original right. cast movies, but those that's are the, those are the odd ones. Well, so that, so yeah, saying oh it doesn't reference it, so it must suck. 
That that's not a good point. That's actually not a valid point at all, Zod. And and I'm with you on Suicide sucking, uh, because it it just looks like a horrible movie. I've been saying it for months, uh, so it doesn't shock me that it shocks me that you hate it because you're you've been such a, a you know a, a firm defender of the I'm going to tell you the truth. I I I actually really believed that this movie was going to be great going in in fact i'm going to be honest i expected that, that there might be a chance that i wouldn't like batman v superman but i knew without beyond a shadow of a doubt for months when it was announced that i was going to love suicide squad and that's was, why i'm so upset because i knew suicide yep. squad was going to be great and i was so wrong i felt like i'd been stood up by a woman i'd been wanting to screw for fucking 12 months that's how i felt when i, I don't know why because nothing looked good the trailers weren't good the the, the images coming from the uh, the set wasn't good there was really nothing redeeming except for like maybe the one scene of batman on top of the car going after the joker which kind of looked cool but that was about it there was nothing redeeming about the movie not from the get-go i i said it months ago it looks like a like a highly uh, overrated video music video and that's really what what it looks like to me, and, and it, to add to that, like a cheap music video. Joker's got his own music video. What that Twenty One Pilots song? That thing is awesome. I don't know. There's a music video, yeah. and and uh, well, you know what? Here's the thing: Jared Leto's got more screen time in that music video than he does well, in the movie. Well, it, was probably, it was probably his band. Was it um, Thirty Seconds to Mars? Because he's actually a singer in a like I, a, I don't know. shitty like don't music. Know. Actually, you know what? I I think I think it was. It was falsely advertised. I think they went about it the wrong way. They they talked all this time about Jared Leto being a method actor. How a much meth he, head actor? Oh, you said it wrong. Much, yes, he's a meth head actor. That's right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. much we get. He's, he's into meth. You know all this stuff about you know the creepiness and him immersing himself in the role and you know giving the sending the cast all these bizarre things and all this stuff. Look, he. He did nothing in that movie to exemplify the creepiness that he apparently was supposed to have exuded this entire time. What about what that we what we seen in the Joker in there was creepy enough to justify the kind of behavior that he went into for over a year, the hype for this movie? Remember, he just he doesn't want to kill you; he just wants to hurt you real, real bad. Was in a movie. With- Ooh, that's creepy. If I was in a movie with RoboFlop and Jai Courtney, I'd be fucking with them too. I'd do all yeah, kinds I, of. You know what I mean? Honest, Jai Courtney, he was okay. He, you know, was, he was great as Captain. Actually, a lot of people they think he's been like the standout of the movie. Believe it or not, they think he is the standout. He is, dude. RoboFlop, but I can I can understand now why uh, Tom Hardy turned down the part of uh, Rick Flag. I wouldn't want that role anyway. That was horrible. That was a horrible role. It was. Or it could have just been RoboFlop. Acting horribly like he has in everything I've seen him. I mean, I've seen him in Run All Night. I've seen him in all kinds of movies. I don't understand how that dude works. If at best he should be playing victims on CSI. All right, that's about the only thing that's in that fucking guy's wheels house. That bad, huh? Jesus. That's how I feel about him, man. He just Pretty looks bad, like some. Man. He looks like some trailer trash redneck meth head that like should be playing guys that get busted on like Law and Order SVU. That's what Don't he looks like. you really feel about the guy. Holy crap, man. <laughs> I don't did like. He, did he rape better. your childhood with the RoboFlop, or like, did he hurt your feelings or something? Like, no, actually, that's probably his best film that I've seen him in. He at least tried in that one. Huh. Didn't try in this one, huh? Not really. He just kind of he 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 tried to just be silly. I thought uh, with some of his characters, like when he was hugging Will Smith and stuff, and you're just kind of like, oh, I, you saw that in the trailer, and I was hella hoping that was a part that was actually cut out of the movie, but sadly, it's in there. So we could all agree that the best. WB 
DC movie that came out this year was The Killing Joke. No. I like hey! Squad John, well, Johnny doesn't like that. See, John, Johnny doesn't like anything but stuff you stuff you would expect Johnny to hate, he loves, and stuff that you that you expect him to, to love, he hates. It's it's ridiculous. He, yeah, well, Johnny's a weird guy. I, I never weird. would have thought you are weird. would have liked this movie. I, I, ne- I mean, my God, when I, when I saw this, I'm like, oh, my God, we're all going to be unified on this. Me, Jackal, jo- and Johnny are all going to hate this. I, 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 I knew that California guy was going to like it. I knew that, but I, but I didn't think you guys were going to like it. I, I was like, wow, there's no well, way. I'm going to be honest with you, Zod, right? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you for a second. I knew California guy was going to like this movie. You know why? No. It's DC and he's so no, 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 be, no, 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 no. Because he's no. turned on Batman v Superman. He said he liked that, and then he's now he's trashing that all the time. No, so. not even, oh. not even that. Because this is a, a very colorful music video-ish, crappy, campy type of movie, and he likes Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. <laughs> That's the reason why I knew he would love this. Yeah, movie. did you just brought that shit back from last night? Didn't you? That's no. right. I just did that. That's revenge, California guy. That's resurrection revenge, right? Yeah, there. take that out in Vegas and do what you will with it. I knew, but I knew one hundred percent, Jackal, that that you wouldn't like it. But Johnny and Johnny, I thought Johnny was going to be ripping it apart the same way I am because it's I bad. Love it, it dude. It, it, it's, it was fun. It did what I expected it to. God. It was, it was oh, fucking stupid. I thought that everybody played their characters rather well, except for Sloan Ketterman, or what, however you say. What's his name? I always get him mixed up for that medical Ooh. hospital. Dude, I dude, I couldn't. I I got to the point where I I was like, okay, they ruined Deadshot's character. They made they gave. Uh, you sound like me watching Days of Future Past, man. I'm really sorry. I really hate when that happens. I mean, I, I I was there when I watched Days of Future Past, so I know what you're saying, brother. I just didn't feel that with this movie. I, I don't I don't know why. It's a, and I understand, you know, they got Will Smith because of the star power, whatever. But even, <laughs> but even Will Smith couldn't save this movie if they thought that he was going to save it. I mean, I don't get it. You know, those, those scenes where he's talking about, we got to save, we're going to save people, we're going to do this and this and this, the, where, where they turned him into, kind of turned him into a hero. He, Deadshot is not a hero. Deadshot is an assassin. Deadshot is not going to do any, any of the things that he did in this movie. He's not going to do none of those things. Things. He, dude, he has his daughter. He loves her. He'll do what but, he needs. No, 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 but you have to understand that. that. It wasn't even about his daughter. It wasn't even about. I'm not criticizing the decisions he made because of his daughter. I'm just, I'm criticizing the way he acted throughout the whole movie. It was completely out of character. It didn't make sense. And you have this, and then you have uh, what's her name, uh, Amanda Waller, which, which was great. You could have had anybody. In that in that role, I personally think they should have gotten Pam Greer for Amanda Waller. Well, in, in, in all truth, oh yeah, that would have been. They awful. should they should have really had him acting basically like a homicidal Iron Man. That's how that's how Deadshot. Should no, be. you know how Deadshot what how Deadshot should be like like uh, Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon, but just not not with any of the of the pol- of the police qualities but the psycho qualities of 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 that character so just yeah. Mel Gibson as himself then he's kind of psycho. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mel, Gibson, Mel Gibson as Deadshot would have worked 
Tom Hardy as Deadshot would have worked, but yeah. not Will Smith. I'm sorry, Will Smith just to so me. anybody who uh, plays Mad, Mad Max would work. I would have yeah, seen. If you want a character for Will Smith, they should have got had Will Smith play the character that Common played in the bar scene when the Joker went into the bar and and uh, you know and Harley was all flirting with with the guy and everything. That should have been the character that Will Smith played, not not Deadshot. You don't give a character like Deadshot to Will Smith because it's totally miscast. What about Doesn't Gerard be- Butler? He could be all like, I am Deadshot and shit. Dude. How about I mean, that? I could see Gerard Butler. Hell, uh, if you want to be, if you want to be like, if you want to be like that and you want to say, well, well, no, it has to be politically correct because, you know, we need Will Smith because Will Smith represents, uh, you know, represents he people. He should have played Rick Flagg. You know, you know who he did? Yeah, I could see could have seen Will Smith maybe as Rick Flag. Or if you want somebody good as Deadshot, you know who you get for Deadshot? You get Denzel Washington to play Deadshot. Boom, right there. That would have solved the problem. The movie that would actually made me that would have made me want to see the movie. Actually, better. He's the equalizer. He could have pulled off Deadshot one thousand percent, and he would have pulled it off with the psychosis and the and the craziness that Will Smith. There's no way Will Smith could have pulled off because at no point in the movie was I thinking that's Deadshot on screen. No, you're thinking. That's Will Smith cosplaying, trying to pretend like he's Deadshot. At no point in the movie do you believe that Will Smith is actually that character. I don't care what kind of dialogue they give him. And, and, for, and for all the stuff, you know, the Rick Flag, yeah, he could have played Rick Flag. You could, you could have given that to anybody. So really, you know, it's... it's in and fact, they didn't they, even end up killing Rick Flag like I thought they would. So, like, they, they killed Rick Flag in the porno! In the porno, they killed Rick Flagg in the first five minutes of the porn. That's how, that that's how his character's supposed to go. Like, I'm sitting there just waiting. I'm like, oh, they're going to do it at the end. It's going to be really gruesome. Then it's just like, But then they oh. won't be able to give him his own film. Killer Croc. And we cool. need a Rick Flagg movie, man. That's what Croc was cool, but he was underutilized. Big of time. They always, but, they always rob Killer I mean, Croc. I mean, Killer Croc would have been amazing in that movie. There were some instances where I'm thinking, why didn't we use Killer Croc here? Why wasn't Joker in this scene? What the hell were they thinking when they went this way? I, why, I don't why did know. they use Diablo so much but underdevelop him as a character so you didn't understand him? Yeah, there, there's a lot of problems with no, it. I, I, no, he, and, here, and here's the thing. Diablo is a, is a good character. That's cool. I say give Diablo his own movie. He's got he probably a, will, man. He, he's actually got the most interesting backstory of anybody in that movie. And they turned around and they, they, you know, they glossed over it so quickly. This is how you could tell that it was cut by a trailer company because every single scene felt like it could have been a trailer. Every like it was like like almost like two minutes and twenty five seconds like intervals every everything every beat for beat it was like oh that's a trailer that's a trailer that's a trailer like from one no, trailer it, to it the was next, shot by the, it, was, it was it was edited by the editor that Mick G used for the Charlie's Angels movie. you know people people are people are ta- are are praising it and all this other stuff and of course critics hate it because critics hate everything that DC does John Campia likes it. Well, yeah, but Campy actually said the same thing that a California guy said. He said it was a bad movie, but it was fun. Yeah, no, and that's what, exactly what you're saying. It's a bad movie, but it's fun. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not saying it was. So fun. you're agreeing with Campy there, uh, Alpha? I'm not wearing no V-neck shirt, skin tight, and shit. Doesn't matter. You're agreeing with uh, with with Mr. Uh, Campy uh, himself. 
Rob Campia is, you know, I, and I, and I don't understand all, all these people. Oh, shut down Rotten Tomatoes. This is terrible. No, no, this is actually a bad movie. There's wow, Rotten Tomatoes is owned by Warner Brothers, by the way. And well, that's that that the people don't understand. I actually enjoyed that Cuntpia said, man, is when he made that video where he exposed that Warner Brothers actually owns Rotten Tomatoes because they own Fandango. I was like, well, that's actually yep. the coolest thing I've ever heard that man say. I yep, almost respected yep. him for a millisecond there, or fourteen parsecs maybe. <laughs> twelve parsecs. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, 14, I don't see how. Zod, this is real talk. This is a real, real question. Was this more disappointing to you than when you found out what the Jim and the Holograms movie was actually going to be like? <laughs> That's a good question. You know, I, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's a toss-up between the two because I was really hyped for Suicide Squad. Like I said, going in, I just knew. I, I didn't even doubt that I was going to love it. Because here's the thing. I, I was... In, uh, as you know, I'm in that camp that I loved Batman v Superman, where a lot of people did not, and I and I really felt like they can't screw up Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad's gonna be DC's Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm so My excited. God, blasphemy! And, if and I ever turned, heard it. and it turned out to be. Horrible, you know, and I saw the movie with with my father. My father and I go and we see all of these movies, these DC and Marvel movies. He loves superhero movies too, so it's amazing. We went, and I mean, and even he commented they thought this was going to be Guardians of the Galaxy for DC, didn't they? You know, wanted it to be Guardians of the Galaxy, but it actually came out to be more like DC's version of the um, Chris Evans Fantastic Four movie. That's what it was more like. I, I just, I just don't get how you get a movie like that. And and I still say, and I, I don't know what what articles you guys are reading, but from everything that I've seen, this was not David Ayer's version of the movie. This was a a, a trailer cut movie that they did, and they because they from what I've read, panicked because they because Warner Brothers panicked at the end, just like they did with Batman v Superman. Apparently, Ayer's original cut was too dark and was too was not. You you know, didn't have enough humor and wasn't cut the right way, so they let they let this other company do it, and this is the version you have, and that's why it's like this. But hey, I'm sure maybe at some point we'll finally get. Well, look in comicbookmovie.com, they reported David Ayer saying he stand by he stands by his cut of the Suicide Squad movie. It says despite the film taking a beating from critics, Suicide Squad director uh, David Ayer is standing by the release the release of the theatrical cut and made in the statement saying that this was his version of the movie. There is no director's he, cut that's going to come out later. This, this, is is guy, this is the guy that, this is the kind of stuff. This is the guy that, that just secured that, his that future Fox, with Warner right, Brothers. Right. Correct. This is, the Correct. Same, this is the kind of, this is what Josh Trank should have said with his, with the Fantastic Four. Yeah, but he's he, actually honest compared to David Ayer, who's a liar. He, apparently. he was being honest where Ayer is not being honest because Ayer. Well, Ayer is securing his future. Or maybe Ayer. No, you know what? Maybe this is his cut. Maybe he sat in with the guys who were cutting it together and he said, this is what I think, you know, you should do it this way or that way. And he told them, you know, a, a, a blueprint of how to cut the movie together from what he wanted. They had the, the, the film there and they cut it together, these trailer guys. And then they came back to him and he said, yeah, I like it. Let's go. Because a lot of times directors, when they see their own work, you know, they're blinded by the fact that the movie sucks okay. because okay, it's let, their work. Let me, read, let me read the article to you that, that I read that is that pretty much expresses it. Reviews for Suicide Squad thus have not been especially kind, painting the latest DC uh, film as an overstuffed, muddled, superficial, and even total mess. I totally agree with all those sentiments. A tough break after the similarly tepid reception for Batman v Superman, so what went wrong? 
in the first of what is likely to be a series of pieces targeted at, at that very question. The Hollywood Reporter released a report detailing that the film's behind-the-scenes drama, including the fact that Warner Brothers had created an entirely different cut with Trailer Park, the company that completed Suicide Squad's well-received trailer. According to the writer... Kim Masters, two versions of this film, director David Ayer's more somber cut and the studio's more commercial, one with jazzed-up graphics and more characters introduced earlier in the film, were tested in late as late as May with the outcome a proposed studio-leaning compromise between the two that required millions of dollars worth of additional photography. One other sources then claimed it was described Ayer was exhausted, in a panic, and under a lot of pressure. Warner Brothers also decided to get behind the director's next project with Will Smith called Bright, which was inst- which was instead scooped up by Netflix in a night. Well, that's, a, that's bright of them to get, you know. Well, apparently Warner Brothers ditched that and Netflix picked well, this, it up. Yeah, because they're being bright about it. But look, this is, this is this directly from David Ayer. Hold on. This is directly from him. And this is a quote. He says, uh, this cut of the movie is my cut. There's no sort of parallel universe version of the movie. The released uh, movie is my cut. And that's the one of the toughest things about writing, shooting, and directing a film is that you end up with, uh, with these orphans. Uh, you fucking love them and you think they're amazing scenes and you do these amazing things. Uh, but the film is a dictatorship. Ayer said laughing and I continue quote. He says, it's not a democracy. It's just being something that's cool and charismatic doesn't mean that it gets, uh, survive, gets to survive the final cut. The flow of the movie is the higher master. Well, so, well, he's basically saying, not in so many words, Warner Brothers controlled me here. This is what happened. This is what they wanted. So this is what they got. But I stand behind my cut of the movie. That's right. what he's basically saying. Uh, Pretty I much. Think that, I think that there's some kind of funny irony to it that he opened his worldwide release with um, uttering the words, fuck Marvel. I bet he feels like a silly cunt now I mean, for saying that. I mean, like, his movie completely underperformed. Well, it's yeah, like, here's the thing, and, and you're, and you're hitting it right, right in the head there, Johnny. The movie did underperform. It was tracking for 145, 150 million uh, opening, and it got like 135, I believe. Opening. Plus, it's not even going to open in China, by the way, so they're going to miss out on that big stake of the market, so they're not going to make Why it. Why isn't that opening in China? I mean, it's not because like it's China, so... China rejected, said that they don't, they don't want the movie. There's yes, some... Really? See, unless unless they co-make the film with Chinese producers and have huh. it take place in China, it's one of the 23 movies that get picked to be opened in China, and, you know, it depends on who pays them the most to do, if their movie gets paid... Um, picked or not. So this movie will not open in China so it's another note as to why China is smarter than America right there because this crap is not opening in China. Smarter than us. Here's 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 the the problem with that. Uh, apparently, this movie needs like seven hundred and fifty million dollars just to break even. Not going to happen. No way. There's and, no I, and I and I've been saying that for months. By the way, Alex two point oh. <laughs> Because we oh, went at, we went at this. Oh, yeah, God. I'm getting revenge on everybody right now. You know why? Because I've been saying this for months. Everybody was like, laughing at me. Oh, this movie's gonna make more money than Batman versus Superman. Really? <laughs> really, Alex? <laughs> really? 2.0? Really? Call it and defend your statement right now. If you've got the codes. Sharknado Four was better. Let me let me Sharknado Four was better. Let me just say that they they really I, I mean I, I really have lost faith at this point. I really feel like they they just they I, 
I, I was so hyped for this movie. It's so it's so depressing to even be talking about it like this because I don't like to come out on the negative side of things. I like to always be positive about movies and stuff, and and you know be happy and be excited just because you're a happy fellow. That's for sure. Yeah, he's like this. I try to be happy go lucky most of the time when it comes to this kind of stuff, and this movie just totally like you know diminishes like i like i'm i'm ex- i'm still excited for wonder woman and justice league but now maybe just a little bit less and i'm going to be a lot more cautious going in instead of being so optimistic because i can't understand i, I can't understand why this movie turned out the way that it did i, the last, I the last piece for this movie <clears throat> that i really need to, to come forth is oscar's review i need to find what kind of mythical bullshit he'll pull out of his ass to try to make this one sound good like he did to bvs oh my god here's my here's my here's my here's the thing like i don't even what oscar loved it he hasn't seen it yet. he hasn't seen it you yet, know yeah. he will jared let him let him take a picture let's see, of him let's see here's my here's of my course thing. yeah there's no way he's gonna hate this movie oscar yeah. if oscar loves it if oscar loves it it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see for me at least to see what oscar says about it because you know oscar and i had a lot of similar sentiments for batman v superman so who knows maybe he yeah, might have the opinion that i have you were the only two people in the social circle that even thought that movie was watchable. So, yeah, you guys had a lot of shit. And hey, listen, one of the uh, few critics that I actually like, uh, Leonard Moulton, um, who's actually been on he point was with... He's still alive? Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. And uh, he reviewed this movie, and uh, I have to uh, read this quote because it's really funny. Uh, and I actually like his reviews. He's actually pretty on point most of the time. Uh, he said, Taken from the popular DC comic series, helmed by a star-quality director, peppered with highly skilled all-star cast, what could go wrong? Nearly everything, and it did. Well, I That's well even like lovely. even uh, I I actually really like you know a, a, a Chicago um, movie review critic uh, Richard Roper. I like him a lot. I, I he's tend, awesome too. Yeah, I, I tend like to Roper. agree with a lot of his movies. He really liked Batman v Superman as well, and he hated Suicide Squad. I. And, and I and I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, everything that he said in his review about Suicide Squad it was exactly how I felt. So I, you know, I realize now that you know the division amongst people and the reason people feel the way that they do. I guess it's just. It's well, a, you, know you know who, who I really respect out of nowhere all of a sudden, John Campion, because he, he he's the exact same thing I do, and, and he's amazing for that. I love the man, even though I was talking mad shit like five minutes ago. You and Campia and California guy both echoed the same sentiment. Yeah, it's a bad movie. It's got a terrible story, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, story, story doesn't matter when you have all of these amazing actors and you have all of these visuals. Is that your best? Is that your best Campia? Because that's pretty good. No, no, no. This isn't me being Campia. What you have to understand is this movie was exceptional. The story didn't make any sense, but I loved it because there was all these visuals and lots of flashy colors and you do your all own kinds of show, stuff. dude. You're good at that. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. Like you need to do a voiceover, like for some yeah, cartoon man. or something. Seriously. Jesus, dude, that was good. Zod Riders World on Nickelodeon. And yeah, shit. I'd watch it, dude. I, I mean, I, I really. And then the thing that irritates me is you get people who shit it all over Batman v Superman, but they love this movie, and it's like I don't love it. Dude. Oh, like what? What did you see in this that was better? I mean, I don't understand. There, were, there were jokes. In it. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yes, you. That that's really Johnny. That's probably what it boils there, down there, to. There pretty much, actually, there were actual colors. You could see like bright, <laughs> bright colors oh, in it. 
Like, right, people in it, especially people. especially the one scene that 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 Zack Snyder directed in the movie where we had. <laughs> uh, like when when you when you look at somebody that was wearing red, I know what you're doing. I know what you were doing there, by the way, with a little laugh. Or or you know what I mean? It was it didn't it wasn't like fuzzy like muted tones like Zack the oh, Hack no. Snyder. There was a Zack Snyder scene in there with the Flash, and it was really bright, bro. It was <laughs> bright. <laughs> that was good. That's wonderful for Zack Snyder. I'll buy him a lollipop. And, and it had Ben Affleck in it, too, for like, oh, 5.2 yeah. minutes. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry Johnny. Right ben Affleck. Zack Snyder, that, the scene that you directed in Suicide Squad was the one scene that I actually really liked. Good job with the Flash scene that you directed. The rest of the movie, forget you it. You send that man, like, um, your signed underwear. Do you like just randomly send him shit like that? Because he, he I love Zack Snyder. I love Zack Snyder. Seriously, dude. With that, no, we're going to go on break because right. we can't continue oh. this shit. Holy crap. <laughs> Fuck Zack Snyder. Fuck him in his ass. I might be next every time you see me I'm walking Oh we victims of a slave system that's openly corrupt You're just another nigga dead and don't nobody give a fuck Society claims I have no right to be mad at all Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's SupermanHomePage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. SupermanHomePage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. SupermanHomePage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban fellow. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. All right, everybody, we're back on the Roundtable Show here with uh, Zod Ryder, Journey Alpha, and myself, the Jackal, on PSN-Radio.com. And that first segment was all about the Suicide Squad, but now we're moving on because there's only so much you can say about a shit pile of a movie. Margot Robbie's ass. Yes. I can can talk about her ass all day long. That's a different story. 
Yes, that was that was the, one of the, the scene where she puts on her T-shirt is worth seeing on big screen. I'll that say was that. One yeah, but you, yeah, like, but you can all, you can always watch that on bootleg. I mean, you can watch on that on big TV. screen, brother. Not not with it that big, and you just like. You know, anyway. It felt good to be a small person at that time. Now, there's some news I uh, linked you guys there on Skype. We're going to go over real quick here. And uh, one that actually is exciting for me because I'm a fan of the uh, the series. Uh, Mila Jovovich is officially back in Resident Evil, the final chapter. I've until been waiting the next for one. this for days, dude. I loved part five. I mean, yep. I, I'm sad this is going to be the last damn one, dude. I mean, I've only seen the first one. I've never seen any of the sequels. Oh, you got to watch them all. One, two, three, skip four, watch five. Yep. I agree with four. Four wasn't that good, but the rest have all been the rest have all been good. Now, Screen Gems has revealed a short Resident Evil: The Final Chapter trailer tease featuring star Mila Jovovich ready to do some damage on a motorcycle, and uh, you can check it out on superherohype.com if you go over there. Jovovich will reprise her role as Alice in the film uh, that she's been in now throughout all these movies. Uh, She's played Alice, and uh, I, for one, am excited that she's back. Like like John here, I'm kind of sad that this is going to be the last one. Uh, because they've been good for the most part, except for part four. They've all been kind of like really good. Not you know, it's funny because they're not really like the con- like the, uh, the video games. game you know versions. Like it's not exactly like the video games, but they really did echo a lot of the sentiments and a lot of the feel of the video games. So I, I, I enjoyed every one of them. I saw the first three in theaters. I haven't seen the last few in theaters, but I saw the first three in theaters and I loved every second of them. I have them all on DVD and Blu-ray, or Blu-ray actually, not on DVD, but I have them all on Blu-ray, and I, I enjoy them. I, th- I think these movies are awesome. Now, I wonder if they're going to reboot after this uh, last one. Um, I, I would think that they would wait a couple years. I, I, I would say wait a good decade, and I would say that they would probably do some Resident Evil um, movies after that. I would think that we would probably get some actual Resident Evil animes because there's a couple really good mangas that are running right now. And I bet after the movie series wraps up, we'll probably see some of that popping off. Not to mention the the CGI anime movies, the two of those. That yeah, now those are. Yeah, yeah those I've seen. Those are actually really good. I've seen the the uh, CGI animes. Yeah. But yeah, I think we're gonna get that for a little bit, and then they're gonna wait for this to cool down because, like you said, the, the fanboys of the video games hate the series because it's it's chick centric. It's it's mostly just hot chicks posing after killing monsters, which I don't see how any heterosexual man could actually have a problem. Right? With it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are those are the people that are in love with their computers. Those are the people that are gonna buy those attachments yeah, and actually have sex up- with their computer. No, no, no! They got the they got the anime body pillow for that. We we, we talking about weeaboos and stuff. Like, but the thing is, is when you're watching them on TV, they still 2D. I don't see what the difference between like live action girls 2D and anime girls t- 2D is. You damn weeaboos! Like, like what's the difference? Some weeaboo, write in and explain it to me, please. Or they could call and say, yeah. it, you know, seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. Call there in. You go. Call on in. And what's up with the body pillows? Yeah, seriously. For for real. The for reals. With the fucking chick sewn on to a body pillow. It's like, man. It's like, it's like, a, it's like the evolution of the blow-up doll. Nobody's uh, making a comment on that one because we probably all owned a blow-up doll at one point or another in our lives. Huh? No, no. But <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean. I'm cheap. I just got my hand. Ouch. <laughs> no no lotion either, man? No, I'm... I'm, I'm just... Bare knuckles. Yeah, I so, as, I, as I take it, you've never tried the flashlight either. I haven't either. Bare palms. No, no. Man, like I don't want. I don't want. I don't want the 
because I sometimes write into Amazon and like give me coupons and stuff, and I don't want them being like, oh, so were you satisfied with your last order? That flesh? I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> that, that was a gift. I went to a baby shower. Wait, no, not a baby shower. Where, where do you give those things away? I don't. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you get you get a flat a flashlight at a baby shower. That's just wrong. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it is, but wrong. It's. It was it, lesbians were having a baby. Okay, that's what it was. That's awesome. It's bad and it's wrong. There should be a new word for it, like badong. <laughs> a fleshlight at a baby shower is badong. But no, I mean, back to Resident oh, Evil. Come on, it was baby blue, Jackal. Oh, okay, well, that's okay then. But Resident Evil 6, man, from what I understand, like, all the cast members from, like, most of the movies are all going to be in it. It's going to be badass. Yep. It's going to be a final fight. <clears throat> uh, we got flying monsters. We got giant monsters. We got all the different monsters in this. We got the La Plagra virus monsters. Uh, bring it the hell on, man. Like, what, who – I don't understand who, people that could have a problem with this movie. It's like people that hate Suicide Squad for no reason. Oh, somebody's just itching for a, a beatdown right now. It's... <laughs> But. Itching for a beat for a beatdown. Uh, now let's move on to some other news. Uh, Katie McGrath was cast as uh, Lena Luthor in uh, Supergirl, a show where I lose interest with each casting because it's just getting stupider and stupider. And now, Supergirl is DC's equivalent to Marvel's Agent of Shield. It's like ah, oh, so stupid. Want to watch it? You want to enjoy it? But like every time you bring yourself to, you just end up in a fit of rage and just leaving the room and breaking something in the kitchen. Like I, I tried so hard because people kept telling me, "No, it gets better." And like I watched it because the red tornado showed up in it and stuff. But man, like I hate all the side characters in Supergirl. If the show is just about her, I actually wouldn't mind. It's just all the shit they try to cram in there to try to make it layered and relevant. Just fucking rude. That's another. That's another thing. That yep. show is another. Major, major disappointment as far as it's a I'm major concerned. fuck up. I mean, I, I I tried so many times, and you just I, I feel you, you feel I feel kind of like you, J- uh, Johnny. I can echo those sentiments where you you watch one episode after the next, and you just keep expecting it to get better because people keep saying it gets better. But there has to be a point where you say, "Well, when do we have to stop waiting for it to get better? When does it actually get better?" I mean, it's. But well, I mean, they're going to have a skinny, short Superman next year. Well, I, I will admit, being the uber <laughs> Superman fan that I am, I am always interested whenever a new actor takes on the role because I want to see what well, he's going to bring he to the character. I'm open-minded. but He basically just looks like a tiny Henry Cavill, though. I don't think he's going to bring much to it. He doesn't look like Henry Cavill. He looks different. He looks, more e- no, he looks more emo, a little bit more metrosexual, a little bit more constipated. I'll go with that also. And a lot shorter and skinnier. There's a picture that came out online <laughs> of him uh, next to the uh, the Green Arrow guy. What's his face? Uh, Atmel? Stephen Atmel. Stephen Atmel, yeah. uh, They're standing next to each other and like, you know, Superman is supposed to be 6'4", six, 6'5", six, around there. You know, he's supposed to be a tall, built guy. The Green Arrow. He's the Green Arrow. Ralph. The, well, besides that, but the, the Green Arrow is towering over this guy. And, he's, it, and it's funny because he's got the Superman suit on, and he still looks smaller than the guy who plays the Green Arrow who's wearing a T-shirt. And he's, like, more buffed and bigger than he is. That is pathetic. Completely pathetic. Look, Dean Cain looked more like Superman than this guy. Well, because at least Dean Cain was, like, short and not buff, but, like, he didn't have anybody else to hang out with. You know what I mean? He just had uh, that scrawny chick. What's her name? Terry Hatcher. And, like, oh, he I, things yeah, I would do to Terry hot, Hatcher. But she's scrawny, oh. man. That's, that's all I was yeah, saying. But, I wasn't yeah, saying no, 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 I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. But the things I would do to her, that's what I'm saying. 
I'm right there, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, we we be tagging mm-hmm. each other in all fucking WWF style, man. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna get that. You ain't gonna get a tag in on that one, boy. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's all me. Terry, call me. Call me. But yeah, dude, it's on Supergirl. So, um, who Luther? Like, is she supposed to be like the the redheaded chick that was at the end of Small? So wait, has Lex has Lex Luther shown up in that show? N- no, but maybe they will now that they are they cast uh, Tiny Man over here. Is uh, he, but is he feeding people Jolly Ranchers? And, like, no, but look in in the comics, it's is... so hilarious if they got Eisenberg to come out there play him. Oh, that'd be that'd <laughs> be epically <laughs> tragic. Get the future. Well, Batman vs Superman sequel, whatever that is, uh, Justice League one or two. I mean, he'll be eventually in there. Well, from what, what I understand, like they got a Now You See Me three coming out, so like he's got a couple things in the future to look forward to. No, Now You See Me two bombed, so I don't think you're gonna see a part three of that. Oh, that's too bad. I, was like, I actually kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, well, well, the first the first one was decent. Oh no, no really. the second one like lives right up to it. It's a it's a really good sequel in my opinion. Now Lena Luthor, who's the uh, the person this uh, girl's playing, uh, is the sister of Lex Luthor, as everybody knows already. You can tell by the name, and the daughter of Lionel Luthor, of course, is the name also gives that away. It, it, she's uh, in the Silver Age of Superman comics. Her uh, family is shown to have changed their names out of shame, which makes sense also because they're Luthers, uh, making her Lena Thurl. Lena Thurl. Uh, her brother moves out of Smallville at a young age, as we kind of know. I don't know if they're going to go with that storyline, but she is part of the comic book lore, Lena Luthor. And, you know, if, they, if they're going to include her, eventually they got to bring in Lex Luthor. I mean, it's only fair, right? Only makes it's, sense. Well, see, well, see, the reason, you know, this is the thing, and this is where normally my hype meter would go up because I would say, oh, gee, maybe there'd be a chance that we could see Michael Rosenbaum again as Lex Luthor. Nope. But I'm nope, not even going to go there because, they, because they've proven time and time again that they're not about casting correctly. They're going to go and they're going to just get somebody. They're going to get, like, like Seth Rogen or somebody to play. Yeah, Lex. we're not going to get Jonathan. <laughs> so, we're not going to get Jonathan Glover back as Lionel Luther, who is like actually one of my favorite. Oh, no, of never. Bit. He was epic, dude. That dude was hilarious. No, never. Never. You know who we'll get as, uh, we'll get as Lionel Luther? We'll get, uh, uh, what's, what's the guy's name? The actor that, the actor on. Uh... That dude that played George Costanza on Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Look, uh, <laughs> that, that actually would be pretty funny. But look, if you're going to, if you're going to have a guy who's metrosexual looking at like this Superman guy they picked, uh, why don't they just get like Matthew? 52 Superman. The new no, no, no. Why, why don't they just cast like Matthew Boomer, who actually looks the part? Oh, who actually was cast as Superman for right. George Miller's version of Justice League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not just go out and get him and, and have him play? I mean, Superman's only going to be in a few episodes. It's not like he's going to be in the entire season. They're building it and hyping it up like it's going to be such a huge, I'll, huge I'll, I'll tell you yeah. what, though, Jackal. Like, having Lex Luthor's sister show up on Supergirl is about as awesome as it was when Talia Ghoul's sister showed up on Arrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, well, that's lazy. I mean, like, okay, they existed in the comic books, but... The well, the reason, yeah, but the reason they're doing, yeah, but the reason they're doing that here, Johnny, is because this is an all girly type of you know TV show. Nice. So instead of having Lex, they're going to have a sister, you know. That's the reason. I didn't get what he said either. Yeah. Birds of prey. It's like birds of prey all over. Oh, again. birds of prey was hot, dude. Birds of prey. I actually have the DVDs for that. I don't watch it very often. I don't think I even like the show, but it was hot. It was nice to have uh, Mark Hamill laughing as the Joker in the pilot. That was awesome. That was cool. Yeah. And the chick that played Batman's daughter was hot. Now, here's another thing. Why did they go with this suit for Superman? It looks horrible. 
they don't know what they want to do there and uh, superman is in an identity crisis right now they don't know how they want him to look period in the comics or well, in they the know that they want to have him in muted ugly colors and not show him as the bright shining <laughs> speaking of hope that he's supposed to look like right and i'm not even a superman fan and i'm saying that bro so hey you're a smallville fan so you're kind of a Superman fan a yeah, bit i, I, do, I do like small i love smallville amazing See, there show you there you go but my goodness, they, they're just butchering this show. I mean, I, I, I watched most of the first season just really just, okay, okay. Uh, and then like, and then people are like, oh, just watch it. It gets better. And I'm like, I, I, I kind of got that logic. And then a show like uh, Stranger Things comes on and like I watch it and it just starts off badass. Now, how long, now, how long now that Superman is coming to, to Supergirl, how long before... Superman shows up on that Legends of Tomorrow. Show. Oh, that's what, that's the thing. The plan here is to have him show up on each one of these uh, DC properties on on WB, uh, and it Super makes sense. On CBS though, she ain't on WB. No, no, she's on WB now. She's on WB now. She's moved. Just yeah. it's the CB, CBS was like oh, this show sucks. Let's like get rid of Constantine. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, they they they're, they're going to cancel it because the ratings weren't that good, and then WB was like, no, no, we want to bring him back for at least one more season. We have all these plans like miscasting Superman. And you get into the metrosexual looking doofus that doesn't look right. a thing like Superman. Right. Don't, don't yeah. worry, on Legends of Tomorrow, you're going to get that smackdown between Legends Brandon Ralph and the new Superman. I, look, I'm down to see that because Brandon Ralph is actually 6'3", and he's on a tower with this 5'11 guy, and that's going to be hysterical when the Atom, who's supposed to be a little tiny guy when he you know shrinks, uh, is bigger than Superman, who's supposed to be this big hulking dude. That's going to be funny as all hell. And, and who feels worse right now than Brandon Ralph, really? The guy did his best in the movie. Yeah, it was a shit movie. We all understand that. It was not his fault. It was Brian Singer's fault. It was still better than Suicide Squad. It was better than Suicide Squad. It was better than Man of Steel. It was better than Batman v Superman. And it was a shit movie. That tells you a lot. But, you know, I, I wonder how bad he must feel that he only got one shot at it. By the way, his movie, while it sucked... You know, at least he tried, and he wasn't the worst thing in it. He was actually the probably the best thing in the movie. So I, and I, gotta, I still don't understand why didn't they not give him the shot of uh, playing Superman on TV? I mean, if, you're not, if you cannot get Tom Welling back, if, if he doesn't want to do it, or if you just don't want to ask him, for, which is what Tom Welling said, hey, they've never asked me, I'll do it, but they haven't asked me. If that's the case, if you refuse to ask to the guy that everybody in the fan community wants... Well, then get the other guy well, then, that everybody likes. If they likes. got Welling, I'd be pissed because then they would have had to get the Supergirl from Smallville, who is the girl that's on TV now. No, because they, she this is, is no, no. Actually, she showed up in the in Supergirl, the girl from Smallville. Oh, did she really? Yeah, yeah. I, she, yeah, I she. Know, she uh, later from the old movie, did I watch? Well, she, yeah, but show. she played uh, Indigo in the uh, first season, and um, Tom Welling could have played that same, you know, a different version of Superman, because it, it could be an alternate universe Superman, it doesn't have to be the same Bizarro. universe as, no, not Bizarro, you know, just you know this funny? universe He's version of Superman. And about alternative universes, and we keep talking about all that, but he actually could have played the Smallville Superman for that very reason, because yeah, it's an alternative type thing, yeah. Of he could still be. He could be the on. exact Superman that he was at the end of Smallville, but it just that you know. No, that that would not work on this show because of the simple fact that this Supergirl is not the Supergirl from that show. Oh it's no, no, but he crosses over to this timeline. It's a different timeline. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to do it as a crossover timeline type of story, yeah, but that's not where they're going at here in this story. Superman had always been there, and once she gets, or not always, but she, you know, he was there once she got to Earth. Oh, which, he, by he the way, and here, here's the thing: he was there in the pile. 
Yeah, but they. Yeah, but and and here's and here's here's the thing: the casting is really bad for this one particular reason. I don't think nobody's hit this on the head yet. So let me say this before anybody overtalks me, please. This guy is two years older than the girl who plays Supergirl. But yet, when the pilot hits, he was already Superman for years while she was a little girl. She was like 12 or 13. So there's at least a 15-year gap or 10-year gap between their ages. So why is this guy that they cast only two years older? Tom Welling was the perfect age. He actually is the right age compared to her when she was a little girl. So again, this is completely stupid by Warner Brothers. They completely dropped the ball. They even If, look, if you don't want to get Tom Welling, get somebody who's age-appropriate. Somebody who actually belongs in the storyline because of the age. for Superman, though. Man, yeah, Superman doesn't. 30, Superman so doesn't age. The that way is bullshit. Do. Because he's, it's he's always aged in the comics. He's aged before in the movies. Yeah, he still looks good for his age, but he ages not as he not as quickly as. Mustache in the seventies. I got the comic. He, he did. He did. Yeah. yeah. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. He does age, guys. Why he doesn't age maybe as badly as some of us because he is Superman. He does look older as well, he ages. That DC relaunches, I mean, like, even before, like, the whole relaunch craze started, DC relaunched at least every five years. Yeah, and if so, that, look, is that, if that wasn't the case, by the way, then how do you explain that he went from Smallville be, looking like a kid to then looking like an adult in ten years? Yeah. Okay, so that, that right there completely destroys that argument. Superman ages. He ages normally like the rest of us, but he does age gracefully. Meaning that when he's 30, 40, 50, he doesn't look like he's run down because he's Superman. He still looks, you know, better than we would look at that age because he's Superman. But he does age. Now, to a certain point, he will live a lot longer. Maybe I'll live all of us because he is Superman, right? Because his his cells uh, take in the sun's rays and they rejuvenate him or whatever. Uh, but still, he still ages. He goes from being a kid to a teenager to an adult to Superman Boom, he ages. He's aged always. In the comics, in the movies, in, the, in TV, he's always aged. Even Tom Wanley, when he first started, he looked a lot younger than when he ended the show 10 years later. There's always aging involved with Superman. So I, I, that argument is completely out the window. The show just fucked it up. They should have cast a 40-year-old Superman or a 42-year-old Superman, which Tom Wanley is like 40 or 39 or something like that. He is the perfect age for it. Yeah, even Brandon Routh is in his mid or late 30s at this point. Brandon you Routh would been perfect. Yeah, I, I don't understand what their logic was casting Brandon Routh as someone. Dude, this, else. this is Warner Brothers again doing what I've been saying they've been doing for the last five, ten years. They unless there's no one involved, their casting has been shit. They don't know how to cast anybody properly. They've no, miscast the Batman. They actually have pretty good casts, but yeah, but that's yeah, but that's their animated movies. That's animated movies, and yeah, and and look who they've cast over and over again. Mark Hamill, who's a brilliant voiceover actor for the Joker. Kevin Conroy, who's the definitive Batman voice for the con- for the cartoons. So yeah, they've cast appropriately well, other no, 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 characters. Those, those, two have, those two have been off the table until um, tell Killing Joke for a long time. They had like Bruce Greenwood. Um, right. They've, but, yeah, but always, always voice. Yeah, but always. Yeah, but dude, always voices that fit the characters. And yeah, no, these are like voices. Weller, these like, are I'm these are voices. We're not talking about actors you actually have to see on screen and has to fit a certain parameter of what the character should look like or the character should be like. I mean, you know hell, what I mean? even in uh, even in what we talked about earlier, when we talked about Justice League: New Frontier, they got the guy from uh, Showgirls to voice Superman, Kyle. What was his name? Kyle McLaughlin. McLaughlin, yeah. 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 <laughs> but he's got a good voice. He was in Dune. He was in Blue Velvet. No, but, well, the point movies. I'm the he's point like... I'm make the point I'm making is he was appropriate. His voice was appropriate. Right, right, right. In that in that film. 
it's it's the cinematic version of of these characters or the TV version of the characters where unless it's Christopher Nolan or Miles Millar and and the guy or the other guy who uh, helped uh, create Marvel. Yeah, Alfred Goff and Miles Millar, who created Smallville. Those are the only two, that, or three, that have been able to cast appropriately. Smallville had a great cast, from Luther to Lex uh, to Lionel to Lana Lang to Erica Durant playing Lois Lane, Superman, Tom Welling. Everybody was I cast appropriately. I didn't like their dead shot, but that's about it. I didn't like their, their dead shot. Their dead shot was it. better than Will Smith's dead shot. Much better. Hey, Booster Gold was awesome on the show. I mean, they, oh, they, yeah. they just and cast... Blue Beetle were both... Blue out. Beetle was great. They, I mean, they, they, they cast got, they amazingly. They had their own spin-off show from Smallville. That would Yep. Been amazing. Yep, I agree. So unless it's those guys and Christopher Nolan, they Warner Brothers just that they don't know what they're doing. Look, they cast Holly Berry as Catwoman for crying out loud. All right, I mean that enough should tell you that somebody in Warner Brothers needs to get fired quick. George Clooney as Batman? Are you serious? Hey, are you please, serious? I'm Batman. I mean, come on, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze? Are you well, serious? That makes that movie watchable, though, like watching Arnie. For all the wrong reasons, though, Johnny. But for all the wrong reasons, Johnny. It's like that movie's laughable. It's a, it's it's more of a comedy than it is a Batman movie. Yeah, it's a parody. It's like one of those porn Yeah, parodies. dude. Oh, yeah, dude. no, when and, they click their heels together and ice skates pop out and then they play I mean, come on. Mr. Freeze's bad guys. I mean, come on. It made Adam Seriously. West. It made Adam West. Mer- merchandising. The Spaceballs, the merchandise. Yeah, but the thing is, no, is. Nobody, yeah, but nobody bought the merchandise. The movie flopped and nobody bought it. Somebody Nobody cared. seen the dolls in their video. So. Yeah, they, well, this is there was one dork in New York that bought it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. On it. That makes it sexy, all right? <laughs> 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 now we got, of course, uh, more news. So let's move on from this Lena Luthor and Supergirl um, debacle. Even though that's really not a debacle. Let's just leave it at, it's on Supergirl, so who cares? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I'm already done with that show, honestly. I don't even care about season two. I'm I'm not gonna watch it. Season one was trash. The only thing I liked about the, the show was Martian Manhunter. I thought he was cool in the show. That's it. That's the only redeeming quality the I found in the show. Tornado was dope too, but like they misused him in my opinion. Yeah, I did like that they included Indigo and they had the girl from uh, from Smallville playing Indigo. I thought that was kind of neat. That was kind of cool. You know what we're probably gonna end up getting, guys. <laughs> and all jokes aside, we're probably gonna end up getting Tom Walling as Lex Luthor. That's probably what's gonna happen. And they should have got Michael Rosebaum to play Bat- Superman. That would be awesome. Because that's what they're doing here. They're reversing roles and giving characters from other, giving you know actors from Maybe past incarnations different roles. Sawed. That would be great. <laughs> Tom Welling, actually, though, if they gave Tom Welling Lex Luthor, he might be able to do something with it. He's a good actor. I don't or know. Zod. I want to hear him say, "I will find him." Like, yeah, I'm actually with Johnny on this one. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be interesting. But it's Mitchell Zod quote now. He doesn't say Neil's for, for Zod. He says, I will find him. That's like his, his big words. Big words. Big words. With the flying dildos. Did you guys see that? Oh, my. Yeah. Flying dildos. <laughs> I can see why that got cut out. Ah, oh, <laughs> for real, dude. Snyder. How did you even design that and like, not realize it? Like, hmm. yeah, dude, they're flying away in dildos. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> epic. Yes. Well, that's just Snyder, you know, telling the fans, fuck you, I'm raping your childhood with giant dildos. You thought Bay was bad? Check me out. I got dildos. <laughs> ah, amazing. Amazing that actually got through the, the cutting room It's amazing that it got through the cutting room floor. It really is amazing. It's a bunch <laughs> of giant dicks on screen. Good job. There's Zach nothing Snyder. wrong with that. Embrace your male, your male heritage. Those flying dildos are epic. They represent 
manhood. That's what they represent, dude. They put Fiora in one of them. I mean, like... (laughs) So what? She's inside of a dick. That's awesome. (laughs) She was acting kind of like a dick for the most part. She was was actually tougher than most of the dudes, so she probably deserved it. She was, yeah. She was was actually the only character in the movie I liked, believe it or not. That that was the thing that cracked me up about that movie. She beat the fuck out of Superman. She was awesome, yeah. And, and her, di- her dialogue was awesome too. Her dialogue. She was had awesome. better dialogue than Zod. And then yeah, she should have been the been, villain. She should. She was the villain. Zod was forgettable. She she was the main villain. And as far as I'm concerned, like, like like she racked the shit out of Superman. He could not land a punch. And then like yeah. Zod shows up. More traditional. Yeah, she had more traditional General Zod dialogue. She felt more like the the like the one from Superman too. Like the stuff that she was saying to Superman. It was awesome. I was expecting her to any minute to say kneel before me, motherfucker. Like you know, like like, like you know, like like the part like the part in uh, Superman two where where. Ursa goes and take and takes the uh, patch off the astronaut. Oh, you're a man, and rips it off. And it's like, and you you get you totally get that vibe from her. But and she's yep. totally the same type of the same character. They should have named her Ursa just because of that. They should have just named her that. It's yeah, so I agree. So bad. Only watching no. part of the movie was Feyora and his fight. Yeah. Now moving on to other news and uh, more important news, Star Wars related. ABC is teasing that a Star Wars TV show could be. Uh, could bring the franchise back to the small screen, but wait, Star Wars really hasn't left the small screen with Rebels. Now, it says here, for if an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars the only way it's been possible, on a TV screen. And uh, now it says here, begins the narration on the trailer of 1997, uh, I don't know why they're saying that, but it says, we had a conversation with Lucasfilms, and we'll continue to have conversations with them, ABC Entertainment President Channing Dungey said, uh, in an interview with EW, he said, I think it would be a wonderful. Uh, it would be wonderful if we could find a way to extend that brand into our programming. It's all a little bit hush hush at the moment. That company exists under a big shroud of secrecy. If you feel Marvel's uh, secretive, uh, take um, takes it to the whole other level. Of course, Lucasfilms is very hush hush when it comes to like you know their properties. Uh, look at look at uh, the Force Awakens. Nobody knew anything of that movie. You know, even weeks after it was about to be released. Uh, so, uh, you know, it makes sense that he says that, but he says there are ongoing talks. I don't know how I feel about this, especially with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the way that turned yeah, out. Yeah, no, that's what I'm worried about. Uh. I'm worried about Star Wars Agents of the Rebellion or something. Yeah, like that's going to, yeah, I don't know about that. It says here, of course, fans are well aware that we already have two different Star Wars TV series currently on the air. Disney's XDs of Star Wars and Star Wars Rebels is uh, gearing up for its third season. Uh, and the channel is also uh, air- airing the first season of a non-canon Lego Star Wars remake. Yeah, but that's oh, not really count. About that. Nobody that cares count. about Lego. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's like Lego Batman. Nobody gives a shit. I mean, a shit. Batman. Why is that even on? I don't care. Will Arnett did the voice for Batman, and Will Arnett is badass. So I watched he, Lego. He is, he is a Dark Knight. That, that's yeah. for sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, better Batman is... than Ben Affleck in his story. No, it says those. Uh, jo- it says those joined the conclusion, but still canon animated TV series. Uh, the of the Clone Wars obviously was uh, the last uh, big series be- before Rebels. It says although far from confirmed, the hope among fans is that this potential new Star Wars TV series might bring to the small screen some live action adventures from a galaxy far, far away. After all, it has been revealed that plans for a massive live-action TV series in Star Wars universe uh, was actually in production or in pre-production during the prequel trilogy. And when that concluded in 2005, Lucasfilm's uh, producer Rick McKellum said that uh, he is laying the groundwork for a TV series described as Deadwood in Space. 
I'm glad that never happened, by the way. Oh, my God. Rick. Rick, Rick McCollum, shut, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck say, up. No, don't even say anything. I, are you still, Ever. Is he still working? No, no, he's been fired a uh, long time ago. Why, why is everybody whose name is Rick, there's always an issue. They're, they're like so, uh, fuck you, For Rick. real. Completely. Like, ABC, if you're listening, like, give Sabine from Rebels her own live-action show where she's like, a bit older and more badass. Oh. That would be fucking sick, oh. right there. She's yeah. she is the reason why I keep watching that show. Like I want to. Oh no, man! The writing on Rebels is really great. Yeah, no, yeah I loved. Awesome. I loved both I, seasons. I hate the you. main guy. I want to kick him in the head so bad. Ooh. What's his name? The, uh, Kanan the... Jarrus. No, no, no. Terrace is badass. The, the, no, no. Um... Kanan Jarrus. Kanan Jarrus. They're the good guy. The, Je- the Jedi. Who's the little dipshit that they pick up? Ezra. Ezra, yeah, well, I fucking hate. That. Well, he's he's gonna he's have awesome. a huge arc, man. That yeah. kid's gonna turn into that kid is like probably gonna be the one that starts the wrong. Knights of Ren. Oh, Jon Snow's gonna get badass. No, he, it never happens. He just stays a. Well, in season three, he's not gonna look like a little kid anymore. He's actually grown up. He's, they they're giving him a growth spurt. They you know cut his hair. Goatee. He's gonna look a bit older. Goatee, my bad. Well, he doesn't have a goatee yet, but maybe in the future. But I think, like Zod said, he's going to have an awesome story arc, and maybe he he's will gonna, be the one that starts with the, the dark side. Which, I'm by the way, which, by the way, J.J. Abrams recently said that he actually has a, a great idea for a spinoff movie dealing with the Knights of Ren and something that he would like to see maybe get produced or even direct himself. Okay. And I am 100% uh, for, for that. that. That would be epic. I see. I've seen season one of Rebels. I really more Luke it. Skywalker. That's what we would get if we get a Knights of Ren. Of movie. course. So hey, yep, I'm all for it. But Ezra bugs the shit out of me. He re- he reminds me actually of the actor Ezra Miller, the dude that's playing the Flash now. No, Flash just because of the actor. name. Come on now. Come on now. No. Look at look look at the kid. No, 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 <laughs> no, Johnny. No. <laughs> the connections between Ezra no. Miller and Ezra from Star Wars. It's just yeah, because the name is Ezra. <laughs> Come on, Johnny. You, you're better than that, man. <laughs> I'm no, to you, he was bottled after Ezra. Miller. No way, <laughs> no, because Ezra Miller's not like Indian looking, and that kid looks kind of Indian on the show. So no. Well, he looks weird in some kind of way. He's got a big nose. And what are you trying to say? The Indian people are weird. Talk about Kevin. <laughs> he was good in that movie. All right, that's the reason why I don't see him as the Flash because I I will always see him as Kevin. The creepy I, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna do good as the Flash. I really oh, do. Okay. I, Man, no, I no. I just got done saying fucking DC for a half hour. Oh, for real. For real. Did you see the uh, Justice League uh, footage that came out with him in yeah, uh, in, in Batman? That. He did. I thought that was cool. I thought that was better than Suicide Squad. Ah. <sighs> So, I don't know. It's so seemed, stupid. It seemed like it was trying too hard to pander yeah. to Marvel fans. Of course, that's what everybody said about it. But yeah, it's what do people want? You know, people are complaining. Oh, it's this, this. Now they want it to be like Marvel. I'll make it not like Marvel. I mean, what? Because well, Marvel you know, owns the rights on jokes in comic book movies. It's it's a fact. They own it. Like, and if DC tries to put jokes in their movies, they're ripping off Marvel. It's it's legally there. They put jokes in their movies, and you get Suicide Squad. That's sad. They should like, they don't put to... jokes in their movies and you get BVS. I'd take Suicide Squad over that piece of shit me day, bro. Well, moving on. Yeah. Simon Kinberg says that Deadpool 2 will address the current state of comic book movies. And he says Ryan Reynolds' uh, Deadpool 2 will address the uh, current state. Ryan Reynolds is 100% behind it. He says uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wern- uh, Wernick. 
Wernick. We're are currently writing Deadpool, the sequel, and uh, the, they're writing the screenplay ahead of the film's early 2017 shoot date, with Cable confirmed to join the Merc with the Mouth in the sequel. Simon Kinberg told Film.com, uh, uh, I think that's what it is, uh, Today, well, this was a few days ago at the summer TCA press tour, that the film was, will also address and poke fun at the current state of superhero movies and the genre. Said uh, Kingberg, I think Deadpool two will uh, comment on anything that's happening in the movies today, especially the superhero movies and the genre, uh, the sort of glute or saturation of these movies, and uh, and the, and the pre- uh, proliferation of the sequels is definitely something that we'll play around with. Which, of course, that's right up Deadpool's alley. I mean, that's kind of like yeah, what no, the character no, no, is. That's what his comic book's been for years. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's perfect. Uh, says, where the, where are the, what are the chances that Wade Wilson pokes fun at the current Rotten Tomatoes Suicide Squad drama? Hmm? Oh, no, I shouldn't be in there. But I also for sure this news to be confirmation that... Cable is going to be played by Kira Knightley since he's going to be making fun of the state of comic books and comic book movies. And since the thing about comic books now is to take every male character and turn it into a young chick, like, yeah, Cable's going to be Kira Knightley in this movie for shizzle. He I mean, he joked about it at the end of the last movie, but I think it's actually going to happen. As no. Uh, well, no, I don't think so. Why not? I think, in, in a sense, I think they're going to go like actually How appropriate else could they with the look. More cables, just like this no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you, if you, no. But hold on. If you, if you look at, hold on. If you look at Deadpool, the first one, okay, they actually nailed the the uh, the role of uh, Colossus, right? They nailed the look. Everything was perfect. Deadpool, the way he looked, was awesome. It was perfect. So in that essence, I think they're going to keep doing that, where they, the the characters all look the way they sh- they should look, and that's part of the joke. They're the only ones that are actually going to make them look like the way they look in the comics, unlike the, the right other movies. Even. Right. Unlike the other movies, like X-Men. None of them had the right look. They, none of the X-Men movies looked like X-Men from the comics. Well, the That's part of the part joke. Of Apocalypse actually did an all right job, but I think it's because yeah. um, eh, well, Deadpool we had... did so well that they kind of forced Singer to do some of that stuff. I don't know about that, but Oscar Isaac is just a badass actor, let's be honest. No, no, no. I was talking about the X-Men characters, like... Uh, how they had Psylocke dressed like Psylocke, how they had oh. Jubilee dressed like Jubilee, and had them actually like kind of be the right ethnic races for one. Right, right, stuff. right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think that uh, the X the X Men now are benefiting a thousand percent from from Deadpool. We we owe Deadpool for the fact that we're going to get authentic X Men from here on out. Yeah. And I hope that they spin off the next X Men series from Deadpool directly. Like, because look, Sim, uh, Brian Singer has already said that this is probably going to be his last X Men movie. The uh, oh yeah, because he knows the writing is on the wall for him. Deadpool changed everything, right? And, and so, Jackman's leaving, and that's another right big, uh, cash draw. Ian McKellen's gone. Michael Fassbender says he's not sure if he wants to keep doing them or not. I think McAvoy's tired of him too, if yep. I remember reading correctly. So that's a lot of the main cast guys saying that, like, dude, we don't want to do this shit anymore. Right. So, I mean, it, it only makes sense if they reboot the series in the next five years, right. four years, or if they just spin it off and spring off this uh, Deadpool movie, which made a ton of money, a ton of money. I mean, this movie made more money than most of the X-Men movies. And it, it's legitimately Fox's greatest comic book movie that they've made. Ever. By a long shot, too. It's even better than fan stick Well, dude, let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be what realistic here. Let's what let's be it? realistic here. Oh, and I'm gonna intense. I'm gonna be honest with you for a second, Johnny. I'm gonna be honest with you for a second. Anything is better than that crap. No, not Electra. Except for Suicide Squad ben and Batman vs Superman. Ben was better than Electra. Suicide Squad was better than Electra. Sinister Squad was better than Electra yeah, and Suicide Squad. Awesome, Electra was pretty bad. Yeah, 
Sci-Fi Channel knocked that one out of the park, man. <laughs> Sinister, Sinister Squad was epic. They should have put that in theaters. Oh, Jesus. All right, moving on. Uh, more Star Wars news, and I can't believe I didn't read this one right after the other one, but it says a uh, new Rogue One trailer will be premiering on Thursday coming up. You guys are ready for that, huh? Fuck yeah, dude. I am just so hyped awesome. for this movie. Especially when I found out the news, well, at least Gareth Edwards came out and said this about that they are not lightning, lightening up the movie. It's still going to be hardcore. It's still going to be dark. They just um, had to push back the reshoots because Mads Mikkelsen was busy until, um, what was it, July? So that was amazing news. I was so worried that they were going to neuter this movie because I wanted I wanted like a hardcore Star Wars movie that reminded me of the um, Dark Horse comics I grew up reading and. This looks like it's going to be it, man. This looks. That's what I think this and, and a lot of the spinoff movies uh, are going to be like. More hardcore, more darker, edgier movies. While the episodes still kind of keep that same lightly, semi-campy, you know, feel from the originals. Appealing to a, appealing to to a, a broader audience. audience right, right, right. And I mean, like, look at the cast, man. Like, we got we got Donnie Yen. We got Mads Mikkelsen. We got Felicity Jones, who I, I'm not familiar with, but she is a cutie. And she looks like she's going to be playing a real badass in this movie. So, like, I, I'm really happy we got her as a heroine and like oh dude rogue one's just gonna be stellar i mean it's gonna be definitely in my top five movies of this year i can guarantee you that i mean I, i'm excited not- for this movie so much man let me tell you i cannot wait for december to come around december's gonna be awesome every year every year now that star wars is uh, officially gonna be i mean i think all the episodes are gonna be in december from now on right that, that's something they announced yeah, awesome. I think that, yeah i think it's gonna be their new thing the star wars yep. movies come out and christmas that's just aw- that's a great christmas gift for anybody who's Religious, even if you're an atheist, you can start enjoying Christmas now. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You get Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, I do. Well, that's you. I'm pretty, I don't. You don't celebrate Christmas, Jekyll? No, I'm atheist, remember? With a big cock. So? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've heard on the internet, you know, I hear yes. these things on the internet. Yes. <laughs> of the interwebs. <laughs> Shout out to the dork in New York. All <laughs> bit. Yeah, they're, they're saying Wobbin might be in the solo Batman movie coming up. You guys better get excited. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Jared Wobbin. Leto's going to actually have more than 10 minutes of screen time in this upcoming Batman movie. Well, because this one's actually going to be a movie where Batman's supposed to fucking fight the Joker the entire movie. Suicide Squad was never supposed to be about okay. Batman fighting Joker, dude. I really keep talking about Suicide Squad see, the whole time. That's why Jesus. I'm criticizing it. See, that's where you have me uh, wrong. Jesus. I don't think, I think, Jared, Le- I think Jared Leto... It should have had a bit was built to have a bigger role in this movie. They make it seem like he's part of the you know, but he's not. He, it's God, it's I, terrible. I've read the, I've read the Ailey's Cot run of Suicide Squad from New Fifty Two that this is roughly based on, and basically all the Joker really did is he showed up to try to mess with Harley and try to get her to run away with her, basically because he was tired of her and wanted to see if she'd blow herself up. So in other words, it was a, a, a pretty faithful adaptation. It just sucked. Now, moving on to other news, because this is not the Suicide Squad show. Uh, Matthew McCullough. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that movie sucked. Matthew uh, McCull, 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 whatever, however you pronounce his last name, just joined the cast of uh, Legends of Tomorrow as Commander Steel. It's on Legends of Tomorrow. Who cares? <laughs> how, lo- how long before uh, RoboFlop joins as, uh, as uh, Flag? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well at this point. No, no, because it's CW. They're never going to give him a character he was in the movie. He'll probably show up and become yeah. um, Green Lantern. Yeah, he'll be the Green fucking Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Better. Oh, uh, that'd be epic. So this is uh, Margot Robbie would be on there as as Harley Quinn. Then she would actually be. Uh, she'll be like Lois Lane or something. Yeah, <laughs> she'll be Lois Lane. 
She's too wow. famous to be on that crappy show. Plus, she can act, so she doesn't belong on that show. That's true, too. That's very true. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I watch that show, and I just see the character, the actors just try to out-unact each other. It's, it's just terrific. Oh, yes. No, this guy's from the uh, show iZombie. Have you guys seen that crap? I watched. Oh, I, watched boy. I was a fan of the comic book. It's not a good adaptation, but it's interesting. No, it's not. So... Uh, it says here, Commander Steele is one of the uh, confirmed members of the Justice Society the, of America, created by uh, Jerry Conway and Don Heck in 1978. Henry Haywood uh, and his body reinforced by uh, enhanced with steel devices. We haven't seen that before in comics. And reserve and uh, served in World War II. And with his abilities, his character is also a the grandfather Where's of Dr. Shaq? Nate Haywood. Yeah, exactly. At least Dr. he's got a cooler name than Cyborg, though. Well, yeah. Well, look, Dr. Nate Haywood says here he's the grandson of a Dr. Nate Haywood, who is also set to be played by Nick Zeno in the uh, series. So they're going to bring Dr. Nate Haywood, and they're going to bring uh, they're going to bring in uh, Commander Steel because we need Commander Steel on TV. That's what we yeah, need. Yeah, I mean, like, why? And we need we need Captain out? we need Captain Boomerang too. Come on. Yeah, we need to, we need these characters. Why bring out characters like Doctor Fate or like the Phantom Stranger or Spectre or somebody actually interesting? We need Commander Fucking Steel. Right, right. Doctor Fate deserves his own te- television series. If you ask me, I love that character. And so but... does John Constantine, played by oh. Matt Ryan. But uh, well, he already got he already got one, but it flopped. Yeah, no, it wasn't on CW though. Like they should well, give him. No, they're going to bring that to CW. You didn't hear the news? Yeah, that's coming to CW as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to get I the know show. They bought him and they bought the show, but they just decided they were going to have him do cameos on Arrow. No, 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 no. They're gearing up for a whole season of uh, Constantine on CW. Constantine now. is returning. Yes. Because I also heard he's doing the voice acting for Constantine in the Justice League. Um, he was he was good as Constantine. I, I liked him Justice on the, the one Dark, season. The Justice League Dark Animation is also going to get a, uh, a limited theatrical run the way uh, Killing Joke did, too. So nice. Cool. Well, that's one I'm really excited for. I love that comic. Oh, I love the characters. Yeah. Like, it's going to be such an amazing animated film. Yep. But, yeah, dude, he's coming back to TV. Oh, dude, on the CW, like, I just yep. hope they don't get too many bad actors to be in it. Oh, but you know they will. Yeah, it's on the CW. <laughs> like, maybe maybe they'll get the the people that cast the Flash, and, like, maybe he'll get good actors on his show. You know what? I, I stand corrected. I said that they haven't cast anybody perfect or good ever since Smallville. Flash actually does nail the casting in a lot of areas. The guy who plays Flash is awesome. Yeah, get Grant, so, Grant Gustav, yeah, he's yep. he nails the character. That's why I'm not interested in Ezra fucking Star Wars Miller, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> Never make that connection again, my friend. Never. He looks exactly like it, bro. I'm no, like, he does not. <laughs> That's awesome. He looks nothing like him. Ezra the same way again, man. Now I'm going to be thinking about Fuck, that. he's yeah. ruining the character for me, man. I like that show. But stop. I was and, like, flash stop. Talk just to, stop. Talk to Batman. All I saw Let it go. Nobody cares. <laughs> You're wrong. The force. Oh, no. Fuck. You're ruining a show that I love, man. I like Rebels too. I mean, I love the first season. That's all I've seen so far. It's great, but I, I hate Ezra. I wish I wish Kanan would beat his ass. Keep the watching. Second, Your second season is you. even better. There, yeah, dude. Fuck him up finally because he really deserves it. No, but I'll tell you what. The uh, the final episodes with uh, Darth Maul was awesome. Oh yeah, and Pussyfoot awesome. shows up in that. Amazing, huh? That's what. What'd you call him? Pussyfoot. That's what I've always called Darth Maul. Why is he Pussyfoot? What? There's a little bouncing and jumping and skipping around and shit. He's a little pussyfoot, man. That's just wrong. He's Darth Maul, man. 
You're, you're talking to somebody that despises the prequel. See, you like him. I see. I see. You know how Zod was talking about the movie that we're not supposed to talk about anymore? That is kind of what the Phantom Menace and. Shush your mouth! That's not that bad. They're not that. As bad as they may be to some, there's no way those prequels are as bad as Suicide Squad. Yeah, no, they're. Well, I won't say there's not as bad as Suicide Squad, but they're not, not as even bad close. as um, BVS. I'll give you that. Not even close. Not. Well, no, 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 no. Um, Attack of the Clones is. Attack of the Clones. No, no way, man. I love Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Misa don't think so. Sad. It gets everywhere. Okay, that part was stupid. That part was retarded, yeah. There, was a, there really was a forced love story there that really should not have been there because they had no... Yeah, but, yeah, it's because George Lucas doesn't know how to write romantic dialogue. And use the yeah. force. Force the love story. Well, here's, here's the thing. and Maybe it's not really forced. Maybe we're just looking at it wrong because we're thinking about a love story here set on Earth. This is set in a galaxy far, far away, guys, and it's a long time ago. It's so maybe and awful, bro. Yeah, but maybe that's how it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We don't know that. We weren't there. We can't really it was judge. Like in Mexico, where like at, at, um, hey, Mexico is not a long time ago in a galaxy far, far no, 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 away. No, I'm talking about this was an old tradition. There was a fountain, and the the guy would pick the chick, and they'd walk around, and they could make two laps where they could like mac on each other and make plans, and then they had to disperse. And like th- that was a neater tradition than what I saw in Star Wars, and like <laughs> mac on each other, like the 50s and 60s. <laughs> but whatever, it was still an still interesting old school like traditional thing that maybe George Lucas could have read about and used in his movie. And so like we're gonna write this weird ugly CGI zombie beast and like fall off and like like awkwardly laugh even though nothing fucking funny happened Zod I have a serious question for you okay what did you hate more Ghostbusters the reboot or Suicide Squad serious question Ghostbusters oh god they're both they're both so bad I don't don't know god they're both horrible but I gotta give the edge to uh, Ghostbusters it was really bad, wasn't it? Yes. I hated Ghostbusters uh, more. That's probably going to be my number one. Just like the worst. Yeah, that's the absolute worst. I still call that the worst remake ever made. Period. Yeah, yeah. That's... By far. Yeah, Suicide Squad is horrible, but it's not Ghostbusters horrible. I mean, yeah, because yeah. we never had like an amazing Suicide Squad movie from our childhood. That's true. And no. we've had two good Ghostbusters. No, movies, it's so. nothing to compare it to. Yeah, it's yeah. crap. But this is. And then, like you had, you had like the Assault on Arkham animated movie where the Suicide Squad were represented really awesome, really well. Yes, yes. There you go. Now moving on with uh, more Star Wars stuff. Uh, Star Wars star Daisy Ridley lands a lead role finally in something not Star Wars related, right? Finally. Yeah, she's uh, gonna Mark Hamill cap t- um, type casted poor chick. No, no. Hopefully not. She's a re- she's a really good actress and very no, I easy- like her a lot. She's and very easy on the eyes. Also, by the way, uh, it says here uh, having just wrapped production on Star Wars Episode Eight, Ray actress uh, Daisy Ridley has set her sights on another potential franchise: the Doug Lehman directed Chaos Walking. Not the not to be confused with uh, The Walking Dead. Chaos Walking, uh, and it says here, uh, Variety is reporting that Daisy really has signed on for the lead role in Lion Gate's upcoming adaptation of the popular Tetopian young adult novel, Chaos Walking. Oh, Details... she's going to be in her own Twilight movie. Uh, yes, like, oh. her own Twilight slash uh, Hunger Games type thing. Yeah, and and I'm finally going to be able to, and I'm finally going to enjoy one of these movies because I hated the other ones, but... With her? No, 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 no. I'll watch it. I really like Chloe Moretz, and I tried to watch The Fifth Wave, and that thing was just fucking unwatchable. Oh, that was a terrible movie. Just because you like an actress doesn't make a movie. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I I like her also. Chloe Moretz is a great little actress. But that Fifth Wave, that was garbage. 
pure. I don't garbage. know how you should have expected it not to be garbage. I mean, it was just. No, no, I, I saw the I trailer. Know. I knew it was going to be garbage. That's why I watched it at the library when it came out to video. So. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, library. That's where I saw it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a ticket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing like it, spending a fun-filled day at the library watching. Love the library. Was, like it lived up. To, it was like as bad as like Maze Runner two. Like when I tried to watch Divergent the one time, you know, it was like right there. Was, oh no, it was a lot worse. But look, this here, Chaos Walking is the first book by author uh, Patrick Ness. Uh, the best-selling trilogy about a post-apocalyptic world where there are no women. And all living creatures can hear one another, th- one another's thoughts in a stream of images, words, and sounds called noise. That makes sense. The lead protagonist is a boy named uh, Todd Hewitt, who, after making a startling discovery about the noise, is forced to flee his hometown with his dog. All right, it's another dog in it. The story follows the journey of uh, as they encounter a strange and mysterious silent girl who joins them in their quest to adventure, the truth behind their existence. And in the second movie, they're going to introduce another guy, and there's going to be a bizarre love triangle between the two of them. Trust me, man, it's just going to be like the rest of them. Kind of, hold on, hold on. It kind of sounds like Star Wars, doesn't it? Like it's about a guy who leaves, you know, a place that he doesn't like. I guarantee you, there's a scene where she slides down a rope and then like rolls down a sand hill, just like in Star Wars. Right. It kind of it sounds like. I mean, the, the dog could be BB-8 for all we know, and John Boyega is going to yeah. play whatever the kid's name was. Well, he had great chemistry with her in Star Wars. So. Know, boy, yeah, no, they they clicked like they mm-hmm. were actually all three of the main stars, like Poe, um, uh, John Boyega, and her. They all just really worked well together. I think. Yeah, like he says, Poe and John Boyega. Like that's Oscar Isaac's real name is Poe. I couldn't think of Oscar <laughs> Isaac for a second. Man. My bad. You know he's. So why don't you just say Poe, Finn, and Ray? Like just you know character names. Much easier. And and I agree that the three of them had great chemistry, but like they, like that's that movie had not only those three having great chemistry. Harrison Ford as Han Solo was amazing, you know, seeing him back in there. And Han Solo had amazing dialogue with uh, Finn. Like their back and forth was really funny. Actually, uh, of I course, thought he had better dialogue with Ray. I thought when like he had good was- dialogue with Ray also, but the whole thing with him telling uh telling Finn, uh you know that um you know that, that he's a big shot and. You know, that whole thing back and forth where, you know, him telling him that, hey, Ray's going to know who you really are because, you know, women can always tell the truth. You know, th- all that, those scenes are just magical, man. What, what the you scene with your head for? What you doing yeah, that? Yeah, I was going to say that, that scene where they're on the Starkiller base and he's like nodding at him. He's like, what are you doing with your, what's that? What are you doing with your head? What's that? that was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. That's not how the force works. Come yeah, on. No, I mean, like, and that was a good thing because, like, usually you see Harrison Ford in a movie, he plays the grumpy old man. And like he well, here he was. He was kind of a grumpy old man, but he was no, really but funny. He was doing his grumpy old man, but as Han Solo, and he he brought the character back perfectly. I was worried that he was just going to be the normal old grumpy Harrison Ford, but yep. you know, he actually was able, like, because in Indiana Jones, he was he didn't play Indy in that movie, so I was worried we were going to get something like no, that no, he did. He was just a, an older Indiana Jones. With no like will to live or to move forward. Well, like, his father this. had died a few years before, you know, in, in the storyline, and you know he was an older, a little bit bitter. But then at the end, he, he reunites with the, the girl of his, you know, his love of his life. He finds out he has a kid. He wasn't that bitter by the end of the movie. Crystal Skull, just stop, man. Right? Look, like, anybody would be kind of upset if Shia LaBeouf is your son. I, I understand that. You know, that's, me, I, am I understand. Yes, I know you are. That's why I said it. But like, I understand if, if that's your kid and you're kind of bitter and upset. But I thought, you know, he was good in Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. And the, the mythology I liked because it dealt with aliens and stuff. I thought that whole thing was cool. I thought, you know, Lucas did a nice job on that. There was a couple things that I think yeah, were kind of stupid, like yeah, no, nuke the fridge. 
I am a huge Kate Blanchett fan, and she was awful in that movie. The I want to know. <laughs> God, that shit. I thought she stuff. was great in the movie. See, I completely disagree there. Uh, I thought she was a great villain. No, she yeah, was man, top and awful, bro. Dude, she every was, villain in like, every villain in James Bond, dude, villain, bro. all the every Indiana Jones villain so far have been over the top. Every one of them. Bond villain for I want to know. <laughs> and what's wrong with that? Indiana Jones is like James Bond, but with archaeology. Not really. James Bond, like, Indiana Jones was cooler. I mean, I love James Bond, but, like, like until the Daniel Craig movies, nothing was as fucking awesome as Temple of Doom when I was a kid. Like, that movie just was so epic. And I liked that it had to have its, it had its magic thing, but it kept it within reason. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, they just went buck wild. Everything was just way overblown with the alien sucking up the pyramid. That was right out of the mummy part, too. I mean, there was nothing original in it. It was like Lucas was ripping off people that ripped him off at that point. It just was sad to watch, brother. I'm sorry. I disagree completely. I liked it. Well, like that's cool, lot. but like I'm uh, without, without with minor know. gripes. I did have a gripe with oh, Nuke the Fridge. I thought that was stupid. Uh, Mutt swinging the you know around like the monkeys. I thought oh, that was retarded. Uh, yeah, no. When when Shiloh was swinging with the apes, man, that was the stupidest thing ever. Hey, his name in the movie is Mutt. Whatever. Mutt Jones. But the thing I was trying to get at is like. Everything that he didn't do as Indiana Jones, he was able to capture perfectly as Han Solo, and like he just brought that character to life perfectly. I mean, like you honestly thought that there was no gap between the films. Well, I, I have a lot of faith that the next Indiana Jones is going to get right, what it, where they may have mis, you know made mistakes on the last one. Which again, I liked. I didn't love the movie, but I liked the movie a lot. And I thought it was a good, you know, it, I thought it was a good addition to the uh, to the trilogy they had before. Uh, a great way to segue and make other movies from that point on, uh, but the worst, not the best. I think the worst episode of the Indiana Jones Chronicles was better than that movie, bro. I completely disagree. Completely disagree. It, especially the ones with the little kid Indiana Jones, which were really awful. Like those were better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You know, it's funny because they they did say that they were not going to recast uh, Ford as Indiana Jones. He was going to stay on and play him again in the next movie. Uh, whether they do one or two more, he would be playing Indiana Jones. I wonder if they're going to go backwards and like have him like be in the beginning of the movie and then have like a flashback to an earlier time when he's Indiana Jones. I think they're going to get um, Adam Driver to be his kid, and they're going to kill him off and have him fall down a Wookiee hole, and like Adam Driver is the new Indy. You know, it just seems kind of like what the Marvel's doing with Harrison Ford these days. And then he's going to look at the screen and says, I will show you the archaeology side. Yes. <laughs> uh, I can't see Adam Driver being Indiana Jones' son. No, he's, he's, <laughs> that was a really bad joke happen. by Johnny. That was a really bad joke happen. by Johnny Alpha. This is a bad joke, man. Just, just yeah, bad. no, that won't work. And, Maybe uh, they'll get the kid from uh, Ezra Miller. Age of Adeline to be... Uh, to be yeah. Young Indiana Jones. Oh, the guy who should have played Solo who in the spinoff. Should be playing Solo. Maybe they'll do it right for Indiana Jones. What do you think? I, have, I, I don't know. know. That's giving them too much. That's giving them too much credit. They're well, up to this point, you know, to be fair, Disney has not dropped the ball at all with Star Wars until that casting of Han Solo. That is the one major mistake I've seen from Disney. Jason, with this. Justin Satorius or somebody. Who? He's like a little pop star kid who they cast as, as Han Solo. No, um, no, it wasn't whatever the hell that was. What, what, what was the name again? Justin Satorius. You don't know who he is? No, I have no idea who that is. Never you even heard listen that to him, man. He seems like your kind of stuff. What? Oh, Jacob Satorius. That's his name. My bad. Uh, no, wait, is, what is he saying? Pop music? Yeah. 
How the hell is that my kind of stuff? I like gangster rap. I mean, seriously. Jesus. <laughs> the hell are you getting your shit from? No, they casted uh, some guy named Alden Eichenreich, who cannot act right, because he sucks as an actor. My God. I never even heard of him. What Was he <sighs> in Adeline 2 or what? I mean, No, he was in... Um, no, I wish it was a guy from, Adel- from Age of Adeline. Uh, no, it, it, he was in Hail Caesar, which is a, a oh, Jesus. fucking uh, terrible movie. You remember, remember the cowboy in Hail Caesar? Um, I, I try to forget everything about that movie. I just remember Channing Tatum dancing with the mouse in a sailor. Well, the guy who played the the stupid cowboy wannabe, that's the guy who's going to be your new, uh, the new Han Solo. And I, for one, am now completely off the reservation with a Han Solo spinoff. I want nothing to do with it. I am not interested. Yeah, no, I don't I'm care. actually kind of wishing Done. that they would have gotten Jennifer Lawrence like that one fanboy was saying years ago. Like yeah, that but that would, make no, that would make no sense, dude. It would be better than... What are, what are we doing, Han Solo, the transgender version? Like, that would make no sense. Yeah, well, they might as well, man. You're going with yeah, the times. No, might as well. no, yeah, that's no, what, no. That's what they're doing with comic books. Like you take the yeah, but these are not these are not reboots of the characters. You know, that, but that's stupid. This is not a reboot of the characters. That's completely stupid. You know, this is supposed to be ten years before. No, so we know. it was a smart thing for them to yeah, do no, that. It's just, it's just that the you know, hip thing, man. The millennials <laughs> will love style it. Style nowadays. <laughs> yeah, it will, no, it will get them good just no. on Twitter. Just yeah. no. No, just no. No. People on Twitter will look. No. Just no. People on Twitter. No. Fuck Twitter. Not no. Twitter. My bad. Tumblr. I'm talking about Tumblr. And fuck Tumblr, too. No. Fucking Pinterest and shit. Fuck Pinterest, Tumblr, and Twitter. Snapchat. Yeah. Fuck. Snapchat. Really fuck Snapchat. I hate that goddamn app. They go to the Snapchat crowd. I just I don't understand it. It's so stupid. It's just. Wow. I tried it. I tried Snapchat. Didn't like it. Retarded. I still don't even understand really what it's supposed to be. You put a picture up, people write on it for thirty seconds, and it disappears. The, the no, you can like take a video of yourself like an idiot, like saying some stupid shit for like thirty seconds, and you put it on there, or you take a picture, whatever you want, and then people could comment on it. Well, really, well, you, that's got, you got most of these women. They like to they flash their vaginas on there for thirty seconds, so you say something and it disappears. Yeah, you know what's funny though? I I, uh, <laughs> I I came across a girl that I dated once uh, a few years ago on Snapchat as I was looking around. Uh-huh. And uh, I looked at some of her videos that she's made over the last, uh, you know, few days or whatever, just because, you know, I'm a stalker like that, I guess, I don't know. And I started looking at her videos, and uh, I didn't know she was racist. Like, I had no idea, but she oh. came off as racist in this thing. I'm like, what? Really? That's fucked up. She has, like, a black neighbor who was, like, who, it's kind of a stupid thing, but her neighbor, uh, there's a lot of crabs, literally, like, walking around the yard. I don't know why there's crabs all over the neighborhood, but um, it's Florida, so that tells you something. And the neighbor's this black dude who's, like, out there, like, picking up the crabs. And she starts making, like, a black voice, like, oh, yeah, get the crabs, get the crabs. I'm like. And I'd be out there, too, man. Free crab. I mean, like, it's, it's yeah, but I mean, here in Florida. But no, like, that's not the point. That. That's not the point. The point is that she's a damn racist, and that's kind yeah, of no, disappointing. I feel you. Well, I mean, like you call me one too when I get mean about white people, but it doesn't count because I'm yeah, white. but that's re- yeah, but that's reverse me. that's reverse racism. Well, and when I'm also white, I can say whatever I want to about white people, and it's not racist. Right? She's not black, and she can't say that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. You learn your role. And exactly. racism, racism's over. It should be at least. Hey, it should be because when we came, you know, before we uh, were born, we were all white anyway, right? Like we're sperm. That's very true. Yeah. That is the most racist thing I've ever said. You were all white. <laughs> Come on, man. That's, that's a white man's lie. Release your inner whiteness. A white man's lie. That's a white <laughs> uh, 
So that's it. Then. That's, refle- that's re- reflection, reflection on all the self hatred, I guess. No, sorry, I was coughing from that. That was what that moment was. Self hatred. I had to mute for a second because I was coughing really hard from the laughing. <clears throat> but I'm back now. And uh, so this uh, Star Wars uh, Han Solo movie is going to be garbage. Garbage. Han Solo. Solo. Wow, what story are they adapting? Are they they're adapting a novel or are they doing... None. It's a brand new story. Like They're just coming up with some shit. Oh, so they're not going to do Han Solo and the Lost Legacy or... Probably not. And Star's End or, end or whatever the book I mean, we, 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 we don't know. The thing is, is remember, with uh, Lucasfilms and, and Disney and Marvel, all these properties... We don't know much until like maybe a week before the movie comes out. That's when we really start knowing what the plot's you know about. If schools want to do something cool, they should do an adaptation of the Mark Wade um, Princess Leia comic book that came out um, last year and the beginning of this year. Now, that was that was sick. That would be a really awesome little spin-off movie to do about a well, original the character. Is you'd have to. The problem is you'd have to recast Princess Leia again and yeah, but like you know, how hard is it going to be? Jennifer Lawrence. No, I'd find a girl look like Carrie Fisher. They got to be one out there somewhere in Hollywood, dude. Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah, whatever. She was in, She was actually in Star Wars: uh, the, the Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah oh, she was, was she? Yeah, she was in uh, one of the scenes where um, they're planning the uh, the whole thing with the Starkiller base. She plays one of the rebels, or I guess a resistance member. Now is what they're called. Uh, she plays a resistance member in that scene, and she's like in the background, just like standing there, looking all nice and hot. That's pretty good looking. Yeah, originally it was funny because originally the rumor was that she was going to be in a flashback scene playing Princess Leia in the flashback scene, which tells you how much you know we should listen to rumors on the internet. Was that on Latino Review? That I think that was a Latino Review. Sounds like one of his predictions or his yep. rumors. Yeah, uh, he's really he really bats a thousand when he makes his predictions. Wow, that guy's incredible. He just keeps going and going. Well, and he's going he's a Latino. He's a he's a Latino and he's doing reviews. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a Latino. I can say that. El Mayembe. El Mayembe. Yeah, that's the guy. Now check this out. I linked you guys. Um, it linked there on Skype. This is here. Uh, Brie Larson uh, shares a photo of her getting a head start on her Captain Marvel prep. And uh, Captain Marvel is still about three years out, but that's not stopping Academy Award winner Brie Larson from getting an early jump on her Carol Danvers prep work. And you can take a look at it also on comicbookmovies.com if you guys want to check that I'm out. Actually not really, I'm actually not really too into her being cast. Good only thing I've ever, yeah. only thing I've ever seen her in is um, 21 Jump Street, and she was retarded in that. So like, I can't see uh-huh. her playing. She'll be, she'll be good in this. She looks, she looks good. She looks good in the suit. Yeah, it looks kind of like Wonder Woman-ish, but better. Well, that's, that's Captain what, Marvel. That's what she that's wears. That's what her suit looks right. like, bro. I mean, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, that's why it looks better because it's, you know. Better. It says here, it's been about two weeks since uh, Marvel Studios officially introduced Brie Larson as the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Carol Danvers, and while the film has yet to uh, find a director, it looks like the Academy Award winner has already started reading up on Mrs. Danvers. Earlier this afternoon, uh, Larson has shared, and this is again a few days ago, a, she shared a fun photo of herself on Twitter, of all places, uh, and it shows her as uh, she's reading the actual comic books of... Um, Captain Marvel. This year, the, the one she's reading is Captain Marvel, Volume 1, Higher, Further, Faster, and More. 
Yeah, it's a good one. I have that. Yep. Like all of the Kelly Sue DeConnick Captain Marvel books are legit, man. It's good stuff. Yep. It doesn't shock me they're going with the female Captain Marvel, but I was kind of hoping they would go well, it's, traditional. Well, it's so but... popular. I mean, the ca- yeah. they tried bringing that character out so many times, and like he'd have a run for like I, I don't know, maybe he died of cancer or something, didn't he? The character in At the one actual point, books and the Thunderbolts killed him once. I mean, like he's they he's kill not... him. the male version. They they kill off so many times that it's it's yeah, but he's the original Captain Marvel. Like I would hope they would start with the original, well, then work their way up to you know Carol Danvers. But well, she's so popular, man, and it's like how they they just went with Scott Lang, Ant Man instead of doing a Henry Pym movie first. Right, right. right. That makes was. sense. Yeah. So like th- we'll probably we'll probably get the the um the origin the movie... in the comic. Like she yeah. gets shot, a Cree gets shot, and um. Her, the blood goes. The Kree's blood gets in her, and that's how she becomes um, Captain Marvel. And I'm sure that they might even make reference to the original Captain Marvel. There might be something in there. He but, might be in there somewhere, but yeah. I think they'll circumvent him all altogether because the Carol Danvers character really has nothing to do with him. The only thing to do with ca- classic Captain Marvel uh, is the suit that she wears um, in respect to him. But the only thing that really ties her together with any past Captain Marvel is she's friends with the uh, the Captain Marvel from the 80s, the the black chick that was the leader of the Mighty Avengers when I was a kid. Um, Kate Rambo, I think her, um, the character's name is. <laughs> Rambo. She's um, <laughs> she's now called the Spectrum. Yep. Badass character. So, like, the two of them are, like, best friends. So, like, that's kind of the only tie she has to another Captain Marvel in the comics that I've really read. Well... I, for one, am looking forward to Captain Marvel, the movie. Yeah. I don't know Brie Larson, though, man. Like I said, I've only seen her in 21 Jump Street. Yeah, but she looks good in that picture, man. She looks the part, at least. Any you know, that's a, that's a good start. Dude, any cute blonde girl would look good in a Captain Marvel outfit. That's how it's been designed. It's supposed Yeah, to but she good. actually looks the part. Like, look at her face and look at the, uh, the comics. I, I know she 10 looks actresses that would look legit. As, you put um, Margot Robbie in the Captain Marvel. No. Yeah, she'd she be she hot, would. but she wouldn't. No, she'd be hot, but then, no. I don't know. Don't I like see it. it. Margot Robbie works for me, bro. I'm not even really a big fan of blondes, but man, she gives me mad wood, son. Uh, she gives me wood also. I'm not denying that part. That's not a denying uh, of me saying that she's not hot. She is hot. Amber Heard would have been amazing if she didn't sign up to be fucking Aquaman's wife. I mean, who the hell signs a contract to be that? I mean, come on, Amber Heard. You're too <laughs> Well, Deb beats you in real life. Aquaman's just... wife. Talk about a talk, talk about a needless character. The only reason they're bringing her on there is because they want to make sure everybody knows that Aquaman. He's a tough guy. He's got chicks. He can get he chicks by women, he's even slaves. though he yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, come on. He's around the fish. Of course, he gets. I mean, yeah, yeah, there no, you go. You yep. taught us all about dolphin vaginas. <laughs> yeah, man, he definitely. After, after Aquaman taught you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Aquaman is not, it hasn't been. I've actually been enjoying the Aquaman comic book in the current uh, rebirth of DC. I haven't. Uh, to I be haven't, honest with you, it, it's I been pretty decent. I haven't worked my way to reading that one yet. I did read the new Hellblazer. Was not a fan. That's the first thing I've seen them actually drop the ball on. The what do you think of what do you think of like the Green Lanterns? What they're doing with them in the new rebirth? Keep that thought. We got to hit commercial break, and when we come back, you'll answer that question. You 
Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with Key Information Solutions, providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support, hardware and custom-built computers. Let Key Information Solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Have you heard Mac Maloney lately? In your military career, did you ever see anything that came close to an unusual UFO sighting or... No. Holy sh- that was the uh, yeah. 10 seconds of... Uh, no. What are you that tra- was so convincing. Yeah. What are you trying to say there? Well, UFO is an innocuous term. That's the worst fucking denial I've ever heard. And I don't know if flying Mac Maloney's Military X-Files, Friday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern on the public streaming radio network. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California gold rush of the 1850s Secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. DJ DC Storm. If you come to my hood, do you see a lot of death? Every gang, yeah. every corner, but... All right, everybody, the roundtable is back for the final segment of the show. And then after this show, we have the Rich Giordano show coming up at 10 p.m. Eastern. So please stick around for that. Uh, if you haven't heard Rich's show, it's uh, it's always a load of fun when Rich is on. So uh, stick around for his show. And if you guys uh, want to get in anything uh, before the show's over here, 786-245-8127 is our call-in number. And now, Zod, you asked uh, Johnny Alpha over here a question before we went off air for break. Um, Johnny, you want to answer the question there? Um, I, I find um, most of what they're doing with Rebirth interesting. I don't really know much about the Lantern, but I enjoy what I've been reading um, from the actual just Rebirth core books and like the solo issues that I have. Um, I got to tell you that I am most interested in what they're doing with Batman. This is probably I, the most phenomenal. I agree. This is a great run for Batman. 100%. Yeah. I mean, after all, after all that Snyder shit for so long. He's this, still in, but see, that's the thing. Zach's, uh, well, not Zach. Scott Snyder's still involved. Dude. Yeah, was, shit is shit. They're both shit. Go well, ahead, but 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 I, I don't know his first name, but King is right. Actually, writing the issues, and he is doing a phenomenal job, man. Oh, it's good and stuff. I, I agree. 
I really like the lineup. I really like what they're doing with the characters. I like. I just like this version of. This is probably the best relaunch Big Two ha, either Big Two has done in quite some time. I had some fun with Hickman's run on Avengers in the first Marvel Now, but this point now shit is just awful in my opinion. I I, I can't wait for the next relaunch for that. But this rebirth is phenomenal, man. Like I haven't been this excited for DC Comics since New Fifty Two took off, and then rather left me in shambles but like new 52 was a good relaunch it's just they didn't have enough faith in their smaller books in my opinion and i hope that that's a problem they don't have with real um relaunch. yeah they it was funny because they they kept coming up with like different titles and like they would you know immediately just ditch them after a few uh, yeah, a few issues issues well, didn't work up in arms like yeah well, six issues is not a good t- a good run to try to determine if a book's successful or not. You're not exactly. going to get good numbers from that. You got to at least finish a story. You got to give it out for at least a year or two, man. Let it like roll out and see what people think. You know, I didn't really like the uh, the launch of the new Fifty Two myself. I thought it was kind of silly and stupid and pointless. And I knew they was going to get a rebirth or a you know reboot at some point because it just I didn't it, it just felt silly to do to do the new Fifty Two. Uh, you know, even the Flashpoint, I thought it was kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, it, but anybody that thought New 52 was bad has to remember how awful DCU was after New 52. I mean, like, anybody... Yeah. That, but this Rebirth, I mean, like, it just takes all the mistakes that both relaunches before it have done. I mean, do they have... Because uh, I haven't read the new uh, Rebirth stuff yet. Do they do anything like Flashpoint? I mean, how do they, you know, fix the... Um, they use the some Alan Moore elements, which is going to piss off a lot of like more edgy, like old school, like don't fuck with Moore fans. But I think that it's very ballsy, and so far the way that they've pulled it out and the characters that the, the character that they're using to run with, I think that it's it's ambitious. But it's probably the most best thing that I've ever seen Jeff Johns write, and I'm not a fan of his. I think he's a hack, but this is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I have to agree. I've been, I've been looking forward to every rebirth issue that's come out. It's been doing very well, and I I hope it continues to be successful because I'm even reading Superman comics something. right now. Yeah, the Superman wow. one is really good too. I'm gonna be honest. I, this is some of the best Superman stuff they've done in years, and there've been a lot of callbacks to some of the really great Superman storylines that they've had in the past. So. Now, how do they how do they go from uh, 50, the new fifty two to the rebirth? I mean, what was the, the transition new, like? Well, new fifty two merged into what was called DCU, which was spelled DCYOU, which only la- I didn't I don't even think that re- um, relaunch lasted for a year. And basically, like we're getting what is bent off of DCU. And um, basically, they just threw all that away, and like they decided, uh, they introduced this new creator that um, is messing around with things because of something that he did in the past, and he decided right. he wanted to go create something new from an old DC book, who's actually making his presence known in a greater DC. So universe. everything, so everything they they were doing with the New Fifty Two is gone. Yeah, basically. No, this, this, yeah, this, even this, even that super, even the Superman from the New Fifty Two is dead. And and uh, and the Superman from the old uh, DC universe is is Superman. back. It, is but Superman. does he have the tights on the outside? No, he doesn't have underwear on the outside. Dan, I'm sorry, he does, if he doesn't have the underwear on the outside, the, 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 that's not the old Superman. That's 
just not Superman. Batman doesn't have his underwear on the outside either, but he's the coolest he's been written in probably a decade. Yeah, so. yeah but see, they've done that to Batman for a long time in the in cinematic version. Yeah, he anyway. hasn't been written this good in decades. We don't know, but I'm saying cinematically, you know, every time we've seen him, at least he's never had the underwear on the outside. Superman always had the underwear on the outside. I'm sorry, that is part of Superman. Yeah, I think about the only Batman that wore the underwear on the outside was Adam West, right? Right, yeah, that's the only one. Keaton didn't have it. Even Kilmer and Clooney didn't have it. Bale didn't have it. Uh, Bale, Bale face? wanted it, though. Bale definitely wanted it. But Ben Affleck, uh, I'm sure he wants it, too, but he doesn't have it either. And yeah, no, he's like, come on, I'll do some more workout scenes, Zach. Just put the underwear on the outside. More Rocky montages. Come on, man. Come on. Rocky. Come on. This time while I do pull-ups. I'm going to do hmm. pull-ups. <laughs> I, I hope we get another, uh, another P90X Batman scene in Justice League. That'd be great. God, no. Yeah. Now, uh, no, no, no. They're no. probably going to have like him and fucking some Seth rocks Park and shit. Him and Seth like <laughs> doing pairs and shit. Like, <laughs> they could show him working out with Aquaman. <laughs> that's that's best left for the porno version. Yeah. I agree with that. That's a sentiment I, I can agree no, on. No, man. We could all get behind that one right there. Like, now. As bad as I think regular Aquaman is, and there's no way you could ever convince me he's a cool character, but when I look at Fish Jesus, I'm just like, why, dude? What they're doing, what they're <laughs> doing with him though in in the in Rebirth is pretty cool though. They're actually so, making. Does he look like Jason Momoa? No, he looks like, he looks like Aquaman. Aquaman, dude. He's got the green and the red. So, so in other words, the only he one that's going like, to look, the only one's going to look like Namor is going to be Jason Momoa. Right. Right. Jason Momoa is going to look like Namor. <laughs> he doesn't really look like Namor. He looks like Fish Jesus. Namor never really had the ponytail and like the long shaggy beard. He looks like Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones put on some fucking fishnets and like went like to a drag club. No, he looks. He, no, he looks like like Jason Momoa, who should be Lobo playing Aquaman, who looks like he's playing Namor. That's there you go. Like That's what he really is. Now I still uh, say they should get Donnie Yen to play Namor. I agree with that. That's that's good casting also. That's a, anything with Donnie Yang is good, though. Come on. Donnie yeah. Yang is the man. And, he, and he's basically like at Disney anyways. He's in the Star Wars movies. So like, exactly. it's really easy for them to be like, hey, you want to come over and be an Avenger and shit? Yeah, why not? And then they get big into that Chinese money then if they get Donnie because he's like their big Yeah, oh, yeah, dude, what? Epic. That would be the biggest movie ever in China. Yeah, yeah. man, they get Jet in there too, man. Like, fuck yeah, they get Jet. Nah, they can't get Jet because Jet's all about all about the money. They'd have to pay him too much. Yeah, Jet's all about Jet making money. He's like the A-Rod of movies. He won't get him. But, uh, hey, let's go over the top ten list of the uh, the movies this week. Um, you know, and, you know, there's a couple movies in there that I hate. And uh, we, we already talked about one of them and talked a little bit about the other. But uh, the top ten list this week for the box office is, as predicted by BoxOfficeMojo.com, number ten, Ice Age Collision Course with $4.3 million. Huh? Anybody see Ice Age Collision Course here? No? I've never watched any of them. I hate um, Ray Romano. Hey, but everybody loves Raymond. And this guy doesn't. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, this is funny because this movie's bombing at the box office. It's bringing in like $53 million overall. That's going to stay around there. But it did great overseas. It made like $230 million overseas. So Perfect. Yeah, so it's going to get another sequel. We're going to have an Ice Age 6, 7, 8, 9, whatever. Yeah, they're, they're going to land before time, that bitch. Dude. Oh, like for sure. Of them yeah. before we know. <laughs> hey, but it's cool. Look, Ray Romano gets more work. Uh, you know, John Logazamo gets more work. Hey, Queen Latifah's getting work. Sean, Sean William Scott. Stifler hasn't worked in a movie in years. He's finally getting some more work he, here. The, the Goon sequel's coming out, man. 
Yeah, The Goon was awesome. I like that movie, by the way. That was a really good movie. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a low-budget movie. But, yeah, hopefully the, the second one's as good as the first. Now, number nine on the list, Ghostbusters 2016 oh. with $4.8 million, And a movie that's made more money than I expected it to make. It's uh, about $116 million overall. Probably will die out somewhere like at $120, $122 million. Way too much money for that piece of garbage. It is flopping, though, considering it needs to make around $400 million or it's more. It's still greenlit the sequel, though, man, so whatever. We no, don't... no, they recently said the sequel's not happening. Oh, I thought I read that it was. No, matter no you, you read old news, bro. You read old news. The fact this movie's not on a break-even, it's uh, pretty much dead on arrival. Well, in the words of Johnny Drama from Entourage, victory! Exactly, exactly. So no, no Ghostbuster sequel for this uh, cast of... Uh, miscast of Ghostbusters. Number eight on the list, the movie Nerve, which I haven't seen. It brought in four point nine million. Number Dave s- Franco in it. Dave Who? Frank- Dave, Dave Franco? Franco. Yeah, Dave yeah. Franco. James Franco's little brother. Oh the the less talented Franco. Okay, cool. <laughs> the one with bigger teeth, yeah, that one. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um the guy who was in, in in this baffles my mind. He was one of the top five candidates to play Han Solo in the spinoff. Why? Looks How? Like, yeah, dude. Uh, because he's a ah. he's a Franco, and Franco is getting a lot of pull in Hollywood now. Yeah, but here's the thing: so Anthony and Gruber, who looks like Harrison Ford, sounds like Harrison Ford, was in a Harrison Ford movie playing the younger version of Harrison Ford, was endorsed by Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford called it. Disney's like, yeah, this guy's awesome, and he didn't even get a casting call. And hey, Dave Franco got a casting call. Dave Franco's in his brother's movies, all right? He's a big star. <laughs> I don't care. He's still not Harrison Ford or Han Solo type. No, he I does agree. not belong in that casting call. Like, this is what, this is what pisses me off about casting nowadays. Like, you have actors in there who don't even belong in the, in the casting call. Like, who made that call? Who said, hey, you know, Dave Franco would be great as Han Solo? Who <laughs> is that stupid? And they should be fired. Really? I, I don't I don't hate Dave Franco. I think he's an okay actor. They should, they should be but fired seriously, even making He's really good at yeah. Dave Franco's actually really funny when they're like, <laughs> to be silly. But so he should be hot solo. No, no. Yeah, no. No. Ewok, probably, if he's going to be anything in Star Wars. Uh, <sighs> you got Ewok teeth, man. <laughs> you know what? He kind of does have Ewok teeth. He, yep, yep. he could be the new Wicked. Yes, there you go. Perfect cast. Uh, number seven on the list here, the movie Lights Out made uh, six million. That's a Warner Brothers flop. Lights That's Out. Good. It's a pretty good little horror movie, though, man. It's not actually. It's actually not that. Well, it's bad. not really. It's actually not a flop because it only costs about four point nine million to make. So I know. I bet it's actually making yeah. money. Yeah, it, well, it, worldwide, it's running eighty-five million. So that's a huge blockbuster for Warner Brothers. Yeah, I think it was probably made for about what forty. So yeah, it's, it's no. I just, I just said it, man. Pay attention. Four point nine million. That's how much it costs to make. Wow. So, yeah, no, it's a hit. Yeah, it's a huge hit, yeah. Uh, number six, Nine Lives brought in $6.5 million, so just edged out lights out. Nine Lives, which, again, it's, is that a movie about cats? Know what that is? No, that's the one where Kevin Spacey gets turned into a cat, and, like, he has to learn. That's how he learns how to, like, love his daughter. He's kind of like a dick. Oh, that's one with, uh, yeah, him and Christopher Walken, right? I think, yeah, Walken's in there. I got to watch it now, because anything Christopher Walken's in, well, you know, I just, I got to see it. I, just, I do. I do. I need more cowbell. Number five on the list, Star Trek Beyond with uh, $10.2 million. And it's sad, man. This movie's flopping, and it just it 
burns my soul because it's such a good it's movie. Badass, you know. Yeah, it's a great movie. Even Zod thinks it's good, right? I know, it's amazing. Uh, so far, it's running 127 million. It looks like it's going to probably down somewhere like 140, 150 million, which is still not a bad take for you know here domestically, but it, it's not playing overseas well. It's only brought in 66 million overseas, which is shocking considering the last uh, two brought in a, a crap load of money overseas. So. Yeah, it's a little disappointing for for it, this one. It's Anton Yelchin's final performance. People go see it. The kid was in a phenomenal right. town that died before his time, man. Like I, I it just bums me. Kids taken from us, man. He was actually a really talented young actor. He was. I mean, I don't understand how this movie's bombing as bad as it is. I just I don't get it. Uh, number four on the list: The Secret Life of Pets. Brought in uh, eleven point five million. I have not seen that one, nor do I care to see that one. I just have no interest whatsoever. Uh, number three, Bad Moms, another movie I have no interest in watching, uh, brought in $14.2 million. Heard of that. Yeah, I heard of it, but I just have no interest in it. It's uh, it's actually got a pretty decent uh, cast. Uh, Mila Kunis is in it, and you know anything Mila Kunis is in, it's worth watching with the volume down and the lights turned off and a little Vaseline next to you with some tissue paper and go at it. She's I don't know. I, I I couldn't beat it watching Jupiter Ascending, man, so that's not Yeah, everything. but that's because you had the Wachowski sisters directing it. Come on now. Come on. We said anything that she's in. Well, well, anything that she's in is worth watching with the lights turned down and with the volume low. See, your problem is you have the volume high. So you have to hear the garbage that's coming out of the screen. Just completely yeah, zone out everything else and just focus on her. Red means acting. <laughs> exactly. Look, it has Christian Bell, Christina Applegate, and Mila Kunish. So. I mean, the cast is not horrible. It's just, you know, it's just a... Like Speaking of the Wachowski uh, sisters, is oh. there any truth to the rumor that they're doing more Matrix movies? We'll get to that in a second, but hold on. Before we get to that, let's uh, go on to the next uh, two here. Uh, number two on the list, Jason Bourne, uh, which uh, brought in another $22 million, and that movie's doing pretty good considering uh, this, you know, like the fifth or fourth entry into the uh, franchise here. It's the fifth, right? Fifth entry into it's, the it's franchise. The, it's the fifth one, but it's the fourth one with Matt Damon. Right, with Matt Damon. Matt Damon, and Matt uh, Damon. worldwide is doing really good. It's uh, brought in 103 million domestically, 91 foreign, so 195 total. It needs about 240 to uh, break even, so it, it looks like it's going to get there and a little bit more. So hey, expect another one with Matt Damon pretty soon. Maybe in the next one he'll get lost somewhere and they'll have to like spend a lot of money to go find him, yeah. like they do in most of his movies. Born, born in space. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Born on Mars. Actually, uh, The Martian was a phenomenal film. That was a good movie, yeah. That was a good movie. And number one this week, the movie we all love to trash on this show right now, is Suicide Squad. Braden is bringing in a, an estimated $135 million here domestically and about $132 million in the foreign markets for a total $267 million worldwide. But with the bad word of mouth and uh, with Dodd Ryder's... Uh, rant earlier on i highly doubt this movie's gonna make a whole lot of money considering it cost it's gonna, uh, it's gonna crack that billion mark boy no it's not gonna get cool i mean the movie cost the production alone cost 175 million and they spent another 100 million at least in the marketing so this they has to crack 150 million to break even that's yeah to break saying. even there's no way that's gonna get there it'll probably break somewhere around 500 million worldwide somewhere around there and that's being generous because that movie, it's stupid. Because it's not going to be in China, so it's going to be hard to get that. Correct. Yeah, correct. So this is going to be another uh, Warner Brothers flop. Well, it's actually going to be one. Like, 
Man of Steel didn't crack that billion, or BBS didn't crack that billion, but it, it, it really isn't a flop. It, it it made it to the seventh place. It's the seventh highest grossing superhero movie ever. Like, how could you expect a movie with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman to do better than seventh, Jackal? I mean, come on, that's a beautiful number. Number seven. <laughs> it should, it, look, any movie that has Batman, Superman, no, Wonder Woman, and has Doomsday as uh, the the surprise villain at the end should crack a, a billion easily. Hell, it should have made a billion domestically with that kind of yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. Should have made when it you have the Holy Trinity and you have Doomsday and you have the death of Superman thrown in there. That's a billion well, dollar I think movie. They threw too many things in there, though. <laughs> that's, yeah, and the red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. Uh, like the Luther. red Jolly Ranchers are coming, right? Now, you guys, guys, you guys are getting me hyped up. I'm going to go watch Batman v Superman again. You shut your mouth. What was the, the question you had for him earlier? Uh, is there any truth to the fact that the Wachowskis are doing? Uh, Who cares? No, they were they were they were talking about it for a minute there, but then something happened. Um, their movies all started flopping, and uh, they even came out saying that one of the sisters, <laughs> uh, I think it's the uh, what's her what's his name now, uh, Lily Wachowski. Yeah, because they're both right girls now, now right? right? Yeah, they're both transgender women now. Uh, Lily Wachowski said that they'll probably never get another big budget movie in Hollywood again, and I'm for one. I'm happy about that. If they, they do suck. more Matrix movies, you know who I think they should get to do them? J.J. Abrams. I'm sorry, but I think he's the only guy that could revive that fucking series with how bad they killed it with the last two movies. I mean, they destroyed their own fucking... There's no need to make another Matrix movie. No, That's it, really. no. What if Keanu Reeves needs some money? Like he's No, like no, John Wick, man. Action. Just make more John Wick movies. That actually is good. Had the Wachowski sisters made Speed Racer 2, this would be a totally different conversation. <laughs> My goodness! They have made Speed Racer too. That first one was like the worst movie. Oh no, one. no! The, the the second one would have would have broke a million domestically easy. Would have broke a million. That's amazing numbers right there. <laughs> a million. <laughs> Damn, be some great numbers there, fellas. Yeah, one million dollars. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, anyway, guys, with that, we have to cut it short. Rich Giordano is coming up next, so stick around for the Rich Giordano Show right here on PSN Radio. And uh, next week we'll be back with more fun comic book movie stuff and more geek culture. So that's it for tonight, guys. It's been a whole lot of fun. Suicide yes. Squad was actually okay. Don't listen to Zod Rider. He's full of bennies. You shut your filthy horse mouth. Full of bennies. Filthy. Retorting, see, because he knows I'm true. Knows I'm, I'm right. He knows. No, never. You anyway. haven't even seen the movie. You didn't even. You know shut your mouth. I, I refuse to watch that. Good night, everybody.